What's up, everybody? We're back again with another edition of Beers on the Gridiron. I am your host, Connor the Cat, with my co-host, as always, Mr. Tommy Tomatoes. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, there we got the. <laughs> we talked about that last there. time too, right? You crack it open. Crack it like that. Mm-hmm. Now we have two open full beers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just need the crack. Yeah. And uh, today we're actually joined with uh, a good friend of the pod who is our draft aficionado, uh, Jason Kane, sitting with us. Pleasure to be here, guys. About time we finally got here. Yeah, yeah, we're really excited to have you on and uh, get into uh, yeah, like the, the draft a little bit. Absolutely. Who the, the top From here on prospects, out. So, yeah, who yeah. the top prospects are, who to look for. Um, both for fantasy purposes and just like team fits and like because there's a lot of guys in this class that can help make a team you know make contenders push them over the edge and help some other teams that are have a little bit of holes you know like a team like the Colts I see like really have more of a complete team right um, so it's, it's very exciting and like you know we're only a month away now uh, less than a month yeah, away. Yeah, it's April less than tomorrow. a month away from the draft, yeah. which is like, this is like the most exciting time. Is it with the 29th? 28th. The 28th? You know what I usually do on the first round of the draft? I usually drink a nice tall glass of whiskey and just watch it oh. all go down. Is and it's like three better? hours long. Is so, it you know, a tall glass turns yeah. into like three glasses. But and, that's what I do. And, and especially, too, like when you're in Dynasty Leagues, like all three of us are. Yes. Like, it, you, you just have an interest in the entire like I'll sit there and I'm like I'm interested invested in every pick like see where certain guys go and like guys I'm going to target like, of course I, I love that yeah. I love that I'm interested in that anyway because I'm a prospect nerd but I love just you know seeing where everyone goes like oh like I, I saw that happening or like oh wow I didn't this makes them better yeah, yeah. yeah or like why did they do that you exactly. know exactly exactly so very interested and we're gonna have a great fun pod today talking about it all but before we get into all of that uh there's a couple things around the league that happened today uh, yeah um and late last night uh i guess the first one i want to get into is the shocking retirement of bruce arians yeah um you know now he's, he's jumping into the front office and todd bowles is promoted to head coach. i love todd bowles being a head coach again and, dude he deserved know, it he deserved it yeah. he absolutely deserved it and i like Bruce, like, kind of, I think Bruce kind of paved the way a little bit for he that. He did. He did. Um, but, uh, yeah, this was shocking. I mean, especially yeah. after Brady coming back. Yeah. Um, and obviously there was, like, some rumors about, like, was, is there a rift there? Right. I don't believe that. No, Tom Brady um, was there front row with the press, row press today. conference. You yeah. know, thanking Bruce for everything. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, again, I just love the move to Todd Bowles coming in the head coaching yeah. position. Um, apparently, Tom knew about it, that yeah, this was going to be the move. That's exactly. And Bruce was even more comfortable knowing Tom was coming back to give Todd, uh, yeah. to Todd the team yeah. going and, forward. And, and Bowles uh, recently just said, too, he's not changing um, Tom Brady program after uh, Aaron's exit. Uh, so, you know, you think we're going to see a lot of the – Pretty much the same type of style of offense. When you said Tom Brady program, I was like, what is he, a TP12 guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he on that? Alex Guerrero's going to have. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, yeah, he'll be on the sideline yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so uh, very kind of like shocking, interesting, um, but good for Todd Bowles. Yeah. And I think, you know, Bruce Arian staying in the organization, that's good for the organization. Absolutely. Um, he's already inducted into the Ring of Honor, or they're doing in the process of doing that. Yeah. Which, that's uh, too much. I, you know, <laughs> he's, there, he's there for what, like five years? Yeah, about that. I mean, he yeah. won a Super Bowl, which was a Super Bowl. Right him, so. Yeah, which, I mean, look. I think he's just collecting a paycheck up there in the front office. That could sure, be just me, sure. you know. And no, let, no. let him go. Sure. Right, you know? Yeah, like whatever. It's Bruce, I mean, what, you what, know? Is, what is he going to do there, buddy? I think he's had a job in every state in this country. 
I think he's going to be really <laughs> involved with their draft. I, I think, think so. I think he will too because here's the thing is I I agree with that because clearly you know he attracts and brought in a lot of players to fit his system and mm-hmm. his system obviously works. It's worked elsewhere as well. Fair enough. So he could have a lot of draft input, especially for as long as Tom's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see what happens beyond that. But I think he will be heavily involved in, in the draft. Okay. Um, especially if Todd Bowles is like still implementing his system, he's going to be like, "Hey, these are guys that fit my offensive system. Um, you know, I like this guy. He should work with Tom. He should work, you know, whatever." Like, so I think that is a, a big point. Yeah, and I mean, Bruce even said it himself today. He's like, uh, "You know, I didn't do shit last year. Yeah, it was yeah, all it was all of my coordinators." Yeah. So and Byron mean, coming back too. Is like, Byron coming back is that that's what's all awesome. probably just going to be for another year or so because yeah. you know it's. He should be the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach at this time, but love Dougie having that job. But yeah. I just think that, you know, that would have been a perfect fit. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially for Trevor. Exactly. Right. exactly. Guy who's played the position in the same town. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so uh, the other big news was Bobby Wagner signing with the Rams to a five-year, $50 million deal. So before <sighs> we dive into that, I just want to say, like, again, salary caps and this. Yeah, it is. Like, it is. What? First off, like the Rams, like you know, some you got some no money. Yeah, some GMs are better than others in like maneuvering it and such. But this just goes to show you. I mean, yeah, less need is probably the best in the business. Yeah, uh, doing it. But I think it's so funny too because like I think it was literally yesterday uh, I saw something where it's like uh, Bobby Wagner's looking for like you know a one-year deal worth eleven million dollars, which okay. I was like, yeah, that's. Makes That's sense. Fair, especially at his age. Like, I'm like, yeah, one year deal, like, you know, just to go somewhere and then he performs and he gets the next contract. Exactly. Yeah, but kind of betting on himself, but at the same time, he's getting a reasonable contract. Yeah. For yeah. A player. Is he 31, something like that? Something like that. Yeah, he's around there. Uh, and so I'm thinking, like, oh, he's probably going to get like one year, like 12, 13 mil, like something, something's going to be a bidding war. Maybe like a two year deal. Uh, I could see that uh, around like the same amount. Yeah. But, this. but then five-year, <laughs> yeah. fifty million dollar deals, and you know who I think had a big impact on that? Ramsey, Von Miller. Oh. No, I'm saying uh, contract wise. Okay, fair enough. Like Von Miller, who okay. is what, 34, 33? Uh, he's thirty-three. Because a six-year deal, he's gonna be yeah, thirty-nine. Yeah. So, yeah, 30. so I think that they saw that and they're like, well, why not? Yeah. Hey, even though Bobby still Wagner, can't believe he got six years on that contract. It's I can, but again, yeah. at least he's a pass rusher. Bobby Wagner, who's great at everything yeah isn't like you know your premier pass rusher no kind of like the last of the old school well he can cover he can. but last of the old school linebackers that actually make a difference right um but yeah i mean contract is crazy uh, i can't say like i love the contract but at the same time rams got better yeah <laughs> like, what's, what's the guarantee in it did you see it by any I chance i didn't see the guarantee nah, me either actually I that, that's gonna that's gonna be a telltale if he got that. a five-year 50 million dollar deal i can't imagine the guarantee being like yeah right and i'm saying like an insane amount yeah um, but uh but yeah i mean look i think the rams again they they know that their super bowl win they are not they have no picks they're not worrying about like you know, building up for the next, they know the Super Bowl window is still open. Absolutely. And they know with every team in the AMC, they know that there's a clear path to the Super Bowl again, but they know that it's not about making the Super Bowl, it's about winning the Super Bowl. And they look at the teams over in the AFC right now, 
and they're like, we need to do something. Yeah, so, I would have loved him on the Ravens. I know the Ravens oh, were in discussions with him, too. It was between those two, yeah. and the Ravens yeah. would have been a tremendous He's such player. a Ravens player, too, oh, yeah. you know? Like, well, just... if, you're, if you're good at defense, you're a Ravens Exactly, player. exactly. But, um, but yeah, so th- yeah. those are kind of like the two, uh, you know, big news uh, the last few days around the league. But um, having said that, Boys, we want to draft talk, baby. Start getting in the draft talk. Absolutely, Let's get cracked. All right. Um, so, what, what do you guys want to start off with? Like, I mean, do we want? We're going to go by position groups. Um, do we want to talk about like? I mean, I think it's going to go hand in hand, like fantasy value and like you know NFL fits. I think we can talk about both. Gotcha. Um, yeah. At the same time, but let's. We'll, we'll go into like ranking um, the prospects and where we have them ranked uh first i think it, it's only fair to start at quarterback okay uh, but uh let, let me just say i mean this is my personal take i i think i've said this on the pod many times i am not high on this quarterback class at all um i think there's you know there's some interesting guys and like i said before you know out of the five six seven guys out there um and there's probably one of them that I'm intrigued by, and there's going to be probably one or two that I'm dead wrong about. Um, that's just how it goes. Absolutely, um, you won't be alone either. Yeah, it, it's always you know it always depends on fit and you know who's coaching them, what the team is around them. They can turn into a stud. Like you can throw a football and like have decent instincts. Like someone can turn you into a stud. So yes. even you know saying that I'm not high on the class, that doesn't mean there's not a start. Of course, um, but yeah. I mean, I mean, for for a quarterbacks, I would say that it's honestly, um, I think it's more fantasy based this year. I'm more excited fantasy wise than real. There's at least like five five quarterbacks that might have some fantasy relevance. Not this year, at least year two or three, maybe. But yeah, overall, I don't see it as a strong quarterback class at all. But kind of hard to compare it to last year and even the last two or yeah. three years yep. dating back we've been really spoiled with quarterbacks Absolutely. so uh this class is an outlier i think but i think there's some names to look at all right so well let's start it off so who jason who do you have as your number one uh i think it's malik willis yep. um he's the most intriguing i think definitely fantasy wise even um, for real football, I think he's more of a project maybe than like, you know, someone we'll talk about later in Ritter, who might be a little more ready this year. Pickett's probably a little more ready this year. We'll touch upon him too. But I think it's Malik Willis at one. I agree. I, 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 I have one, him yeah, one too. I, yeah. I have Malik Willis as my wide receiver one. Um, and yeah, I definitely agree with like, out of just sheer, a bit like, ceiling and potential like i think willis willis potential is like through the roof Mm -hmm. um and that's why he's the one that intrigues me the most most where i can see like right landing spot he can turn into a superstar because he has those intangibles he's fast he's elusive he can run and he's got a bomb of an arm he does and those are things that i fell in love with him for that yeah (laughs) he and i know like People are going to say, like, oh, of course, when, when you make, like, certain comparisons based on, like, similar attributes. But he does remind me a lot of Lamar Jackson because of his ability to run you know, outside the lines. 
and his big arm. Now, I know Lamar isn't the most accurate quarterback, but he's got a big arm. Right. And that's what I think a lot of teams are seeing, and they see, like, how, you know, the Ravens have turned Lamar into an MVP-caliber quarterback. They see the same with Malik Willis. Not a finished product, but they, they know that they can, you know, potentially get him there. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so, I mean, nothing more to say there. I mean, I think he's my number one quarterback on the board, too. He kind of reminds me of a stronger-armed Jalen Hurts. Just because of the yeah. size, you know, yeah. the body type and everything. Yeah, not you know, the tallest guy. No, I'm not tallest guy. Weight wise, you know, two two nineteen. He's listed as, you know, hands a little bit big, you know, for his size, which is nice, uh, especially gripping the football because we all know the football gets larger at the NFL level. Yeah. And um, I just like the person he is too. Yeah, uh, me that, too. Yeah, that story that came out where like you know he actually like you know uh, went, went outside at the combine with the homeless guy. with the homeless yeah. guy and they, you know went and uh, saw him and stuff. Love love to see that. And even just you could just tell he's just happy to be in the moment. Which I, I love that about, you know, somebody coming into the NFL, being in the quarterback position, coming on the big stage. So, yeah, definitely. that's what I got. Definitely. So, where do you guys think the best fit is for him on an NFL team? I've seen him go a lot right now in box to uh, Detroit at number two. Really, really uh-huh. hope they don't do that. I think that would be a big mistake. I don't see it. Leap Willis. He's, he's tough to place on a team right now. I think it'll be really interesting to see what teams think about him in this draft process and, you know, see where he lands. I have seen him scrambled up so much in mocks right now. It honestly seems like they don't know what to do with him or any of these quarterbacks yeah. right well, that's, now. That's <laughs> it. Like, you know, obviously, all these quarterback needy teams are going to check out these guys. We don't know who's more in love or who fits better. I think his perfect fit is Pittsburgh. Okay. I think Pittsburgh is the team that he, he can go to, like he should go to. Um, he doesn't have to start year one. It's Pittsburgh, like they're they're gonna they're gonna get the best out of him. I think right. like Tomlin, you know, Tomlin, their coach, and all the guys over there, like, and you know, you have weapons. Like, I really think Pittsburgh's the best spot. I don't like him in Carolina. Uh, I, I don't like him there either. No, I really don't like him yeah. in Carolina. Uh, Washington, I don't hate, um, but I, 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 I'm, I'm, Seattle, I'm interested to see, Seattle's, see, a, good Seattle's one. a really good one too. Yeah. Like Seattle is the other team that I think would be a good fit. Uh, now, we'll have to see what Seattle does the rest of this offseason going into next year. They completely blow it up, then it might just be like, I don't know. Is it the best spot for him? It might be the best pick for Seattle, but right. is it the best spot for him? Who knows? But right. I have I have uh, Pittsburgh at the top of my list for fit-wise. I could see him going to one of two teams that missed out on Deshaun Watson trading for him, and that's the Atlanta Falcons, Falcons. or the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. I think he'd be think, good fits there. I think that's those are other you, know, you got one-year deal with Mariota. It's his hometown team. He's from Atlanta, Georgia. Yep. And then you got, you know, the Saints, of course, just signed uh, James Woodson for a two-year contract, yep. which I'm sure they probably have some language there they could get out after one. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, I mean, I think Atlanta would be good. I, I don't see any quarterbacks in this top ten, though. I feel like because it's the NFL, you know you're going to see one, two. I've seen as many as three so far in mocks. Yeah. I don't see a top 10 quarterback in this oh, class. Don't get, don't oh, get yeah. me wrong. Absolutely. I, I would see, not draft one top I, 10. I don't, see, I don't see a top 10 talent, but 
we know how the NFL works. Yeah, yeah. You know you're going to see three of these guys go top 15. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. I think you're definitely going to see one go top 10. I think you could probably see two go top 10. Yeah, possibly. With trades or whatever, mm-hmm. like, I think you're going to see that. And then, yeah. I mean, by any means, I would take a ton of guys over taking a quarterback this 100%. year. We have, like, defense, like, I'm salivating over the talent on the defensive side. Right, exactly. So once we get into that, I probably would take, you know, like, five at each position over, like, Absolutely. quarterback Absolutely. at least. Absolutely. But... You know, again, like you said, you couldn't say it any better. Just how the NFL works. People yeah, just yeah, scramble their quarterbacks. Exactly. Exactly. And they're going to come in for visits, too. Yeah. And then they're going to fall in love with them even more when they come in for visits. Yeah. I, I mean, mean it is, we saw this a few years ago with, I mean, now obviously there's Kyler, who is like, you know, the, definitely like a, a bona fide number one overall pick. But Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins, nobody really had them as being like, they weren't like surefire things. And, you know, Jones went six overall because yeah. the Giants, they liked him and they were like, well, we got to take a quarterback. And if you see your guy, you really like yeah. him, you want to put your and staple on like the name, you know? Exactly. Whether it's wrong or not. And, yeah, whether it's wrong or not, you know? And, and Dwayne Haskins, he fell to 15 because he was expected to probably go top 10 too. He fell to 15. Yeah, people had the maturity issues with him. Exactly. Yeah. But like, Even then. But still, first round pick. Like, guys go when they, you know. And, and Dwayne Haskins, let's be honest, had a better college career than any of these guys yeah absolutely but, um, but still i mean you know who knows we'll, we'll see gotcha um, so all right so let's let's get into number two uh who, who do we have here for number two who wants to go on this one because i I'll, I'll go yeah i have carson strong as number two because i like the talent it's all about the medicals for me with being with his knee that's going to make him drop significantly yeah i see I, you guys shaking your heads and i i, I knew i would get that coming in but I, I'm sorry, I love the arm. I love the arm talent there. I think there's a lot of the stuff to work with at the next level. And it's all about, it's all about the medicals. I think he's gonna get the Davis Mills treatment. I think he's gonna probably end up dropping to like the third round, fourth round, something oh, like I that. Oh, I definitely see yeah. him going. Exactly, like, but yeah, like I like the talent. I'm sorry, I, I can't. Hey, uh, that's fine. I mean, again, yeah. you know, no, no, he, look, he's got an arm. He's got a yeah. strong arm. Yeah. But I am just not the fan. I was. I was very intrigued at him before the season started, and I watched a few, uh, not full games of him, but I watched a few games of him, and he's one of those guys where if you type in on YouTube, like Carson Strong highlights, yeah. you'll see a lot of things that you like. Of course. But if, you, and, you know, his, stat, everybody. And his, yeah, and his stats are okay, um, but like, I watched, like, a, not a lot, but a decent amount, like, you know, him in-game where I was just like, I'm out. Like, I, I, I get I, you. I just saw, and again, you know, who knows? Absolutely. He's playing at Nevada, like, coming in the league, if he's in a good spot and his knee holds up, like, he could end up being good. He's got arm talent. I'm just not as hot. Again, I'm not high on anyone, really, but I, I'm really not big on Carson Strong. I just wouldn't be upset if, like, a team like the Eagles took him in, like, the fourth round. Yeah, like, well, third no, or fourth. Well, and that's because, because we don't know what we got in Jalen. Gardner Minshew's gone after this year. You know, the, so. Eagles, the Eagles, and along with a couple other teams that we can talk about, but the Eagles especially, I'll just use them as like the, the template for this. They are in a position where they can do that, and who cares? Exactly. Jalen's strong enough mentally to deal with it. You know, that's one thing I've yeah. learned about him within like the past two years of having him on the team is that nothing, nothing phases yeah. him. And again, like you're trading a fourth round pick, and at the end of the day, it's like, you know, none of these quarterbacks have any like sort of like 
oh, like you're going to come and be a starting quarterback. All yeah. these quarterbacks should be like, hey, you, you should be lucky if your career is a backup quarterback. In right? my opinion, the Eagles have made worse decisions. You know, yeah. it's better than taking a wide receiver from like Kent State and like in the third round or something. Like I don't that, think you know? there's anything wrong, especially if you aren't sure of your quarterback. Taking a chance on a guy with potential in the fourth round, like gotcha. just to see what you got. Before but, we carry on, Jason, I'm sure you're ready to rip me with a new one. Come on, bring it to me. <laughs> I mean, I I haven't dug too far into Strong. I do have him ranked sixth overall gotcha. right now. Uh, I have a couple guys before him. I personally have Kenny Pickett at number two, and uh, I know he was battling for that number one spot until the hand size. It's just Stupid trait for the NFL to put so much into. I honestly feel like his hand size lost him a couple million dollars. Yeah, they grew a little bit from the combine to his They grew from the combine to his But I'm with you. Uh, I think like, look, I, I understand that like everyone has their idea of like a prototypical quarterback and everything, but. So many guys have like disproved the whole hand size thing over the years. Like, yeah. You can throw because again, the guy and the guys that haven't, like the guys who maybe haven't been great and have small hand size, it's they're they they're not bad because their hands are too small. They're bad because they make bad decisions. Like, of course. Yeah. Like that's the thing is like I just don't I don't read too much into the hand size thing. Now, like again, if a guy has giant hands and you know can fling the ball. 80 yards down the field, great. Yeah. Like, you know, that's exciting. Like, <laughs> or if like, he has big hands, he's making decisions like, you know, well, I don't know, Carson Wentz. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. like, it, 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 it doesn't, is. it really does not mean that much to me. Um, Kenny Pickett, uh, I'll let you guys. Uh, yeah, he's really, my third, so yeah. I'm glad you mentioned him a second so we could jump in. I'll let you guys kind of go into him because I'll just share my quick thoughts on Kenny Pickett. I think. Everyone listening knows that I am not a Kenny Pickett fan, if anything, because he wears gloves as quarterback, and I hate that. But um, but I look, Kenny Pickett had a great year uh, this past year. I watched um, again a decent amount of Pitt games over the years, not tuning in for Pitt, but games they were playing other teams that I was interested in, and. I think Kenny Pickett was, he was, I, I thought he was just downright bad up until this past year, which was his fifth year. And not that that means, like, doesn't mean he's Brandon Whedon, but. <laughs> My God, I, that, I just, that's a name. <laughs> I just think, and Kenny Pickett is a guy where if he lands in the perfect spot, obviously he's got an arm, he's got good accuracy, um, he's mobile. I, I like some of his intangibles. I just, I don't know. There's just something about him that just screams to me like he's not the guy. But who knows? He could be like Justin Herbert. Like, because he's, he's similar. He's got kind of like a similar style to Herbert. Not as big of an arm. No. But, I mean, no, not a lot of people do. Yeah, no, but, of course, of course. But he's kind of got a similar, like, pocket presence to Herbert. But... I don't know. I'm just I, I, there's just something about like you know him and the, the conference that he was in being bad for all those years, and then having a great year last year in that conference. I'm still just kind of like because I, I do hold some merit to it. Not everything, because you can look at Josh Allen and Carson Wentz for you know, Carson Wentz speaking early in his career, of course, coming out of uh, the Mountain West. Oh yeah, I thought I'd be um, talking about it for ten years. Yeah, but. 
and obviously the ACC is better than Mountain West. Of course. But, um, I don't know. I'm just, I, I just don't. Some see rubs it. you the wrong it, way. There's just on, something, you know? like, it, like something about it just rubs me the wrong. Way. Gotcha, gotcha. You can go ahead, Jason, if you want. So honestly, like for me, I have Pickett second because I think there's only, I would say three definitely starters this year, and you know maybe one other that could. I think Willis probably will start, but I think he's best to sit a year. I think Carson Strong's probably a bit of a project, and I think uh, Bailey Zappi definitely is, which I'll get to later on. Awesome. But um, I mean, I think I think Pickett, Ritter, and Corral are the most pro ready to start right out the gate this I, year. I, I agree. I agree with all three of those. And I think if Howell goes to a team that needs him to start, I think he can. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Fair enough. I watched I watched a few of like Howell's games and such. I was a little turned off by it, but he does also have some good tape out there too. I was as gonna well. say so. Howell's another guy that I've gone like so like so much like there's been so much back and forth because I was actually a huge Corral guy for a while where he was my favorite. A lot of people were, and they yeah, died he out. My, he was my favorite, and uh, like, he got kind of banged up in the end. But then I was just like I was like looking at him, and I was just like you know. Going back because I watched, I, I tuned into a lot of Ole Miss games because of Corral because I was like, oh, this could be a guy. Like, I'm, I'm excited. Like, he's, you know, a dual threat guy. He's got a big arm. And when I watch him live, I'd be like, this like, this kid is legit. Yeah. And then I'd go back and I'd watch a little bit more. Um, and I was just like, you know, this, this just like. I don't know if this works to the next level, like system wise too. Like you should have stopped that watching thing. the first time. It's like well, coming yeah. to it's like coming to America. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you watch the first one, it's great. Like don't even tune into the second one that's made years second, later. Like yeah. just just go without yeah, it. You know. <laughs> but like, because that's something you gotta like take into account. Where a lot of people don't, a lot of people do. But like college offenses, and you know, obviously there's colleges that run an NFL style offense. But then college offenses that run these, you know this insane West Coast style and all that where like everything is just made like tailor made for them to succeed right and you're like is this really gonna work at the next level yeah Corral is one of those guys where I'm like I really like Corral Uh, like he's got like kind of that like arrogance that like you kind of want he intrigues me yeah Yeah, he he definitely intrigues me me. and like I wouldn't be shocked if he turns out to be a guy because you don't really know but it's also a guy that's like you know I just don't know if he fits in like an NFL pro like style offense. I totally agree with that. I think it's not even just scheme wise for me. I think his measurables are a yep. little concerning. He is Five kind of on the five. slimmer side. He is a little smaller, and he runs with a reckless abandon, he like does. a Derrick Henry side <laughs> running back. He does. And I don't. <laughs> Really don't think that's going to translate to the NFL. Yeah, you don't want your guy doing at that. At all. <laughs> he's, not, and, he's, he's, not, he's, not, uh, he's not Cam Newton. Yeah, and, and I'm not sure that's going to be as easily coached out of him as it might be for others. So yeah. that's why I've seen some people have Corral as high as the highest rated quarterback yeah. in this class. I personally have him at four. I think I like Howell a little more. I think he's a little more... Dependable. I think he's going to translate to the NFL a lot easier than Corral will. I, I, I just want to say real quick on Howell. I think Howell is the safest pick in this draft. 
Howitzer. I think I I I kind of see him as like a poor man's. Uh, no, uh, just won the Super Bowl. Uh, Stafford? Yeah, I, can I see think that. he's kind of Matt Stafford. Uh, that's I why see, I, I kind of like him to the Lions. I would like to see the Lions with their second pick, with that pick from the Rams, at the end of the first. I would like them to scoop Howell if he's sitting there. I think that's a good fit for them. I really think that Howell is the safest quarterback in this draft because I think he has one of the lower ceilings. But I think he's going to be like a guy that, you know, whether he's a starter or not, he's a guy that can almost be like your Colt McCoy of today where, like, he can get you wins. Like, he can do enough. Right. Where it's not going to be like – I mean, he, obviously, you know, he can run. He, he, he has some flashy plays. He's got a big arm um, for his size and, like – he, he can run and everything. But he's not going like, to like rally the troops kind of thing? Uh, I mean, I don't even know if it's like a, if it's that. It's just like, I just feel like he's like a steady presence where it's not going to, he's not, he's not going to excite you at the NFL level, but he's a guy that can, he can do, he can definitely do the bare minimum. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm not saying that he's going to be like a Garoppolo um, or something like that, but I think if, if you, you need him to be like a game manager guy, he can do that. Like a Teddy Bridgewater. I, like I, can, Teddy. I can see Sam Howell having a Teddy Bridgewater career. Yeah. And that's not me even saying he'll be as good as Teddy Bridgewater. Right. But I can see him being a guy that's, you know, we talk about Teddy a lot. Yeah. Steady, like dependable, not flashy, Everyone not spectacular. Loves him. Yeah. But like, I think he's a safe pick. But again, you know, which teams are taking the safe pick? Like, if you have a guy on the roster currently that you're like, he's a starter right now, and like, you know, you can take it, how it falls, and then we'll see what we got. Like, you know, we're not sure about this guy long term, so maybe we'll see what we got now. Sure. I think if a team is like a quarterback needy team that is like, if this guy might start right now, and they pick him like early, earlier than he should, then right. I would probably regret that pick, but. It all depends on where he goes, but I think he's a safe, he's the safest quarterback in this year. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's just what I have to say about how, I mean, what are, what are your thoughts? Well, I just want to go back to Kenny Pickett for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah before, we can, sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. We, we, can, we can jump around. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, give that's, a shit. That's fine. Um, where do you guys see him as a perfect fit on where to get drafted? Um, I, I also think Pittsburgh is a really good fit okay. for him. Uh, I, I feel like he's going to end up on Carolina. I don't That's know why. That's my perfect fit I, for I him. Think, I think that is a good fit for him, too. I, I want to see Matt Rule work with yeah, him. Yeah, I, I think that is a good fit for him, too. Um, and I think that's where he's going to go. I just have a feeling that's where he's going to go, although Pittsburgh. They spent like the whole day talking to him at his pro day and yeah. everything. So. Yeah, um, I think that would be a good spot um, for him to go. Uh, and, like. Mainly, too, and, I mean, you could say this about a lot of teams, but uh, I think the presence of McCaffrey, if he's still there, uh, will help Pickett because he can rely on McCaffrey yeah. a lot. Like, I think they just restructured him, so he's going to be there. Yeah, I, think, yeah. So. I know that they were, like, trying to trade him and stuff, but, like, yeah, I assume he's going to be there. But I think that will be – if he ends up there, I think that will be a huge help to him where he can kind of rely on, yep. like, if, you know, things are getting a little too hot and heavy for him, he's got McCaffrey as his, you know. And he's got one of the most underrated, like, wide receivers in the game, I think, is DJ, DJ Moore, Moore, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So And look, for as much as I am not, like, a Kenny Pickett fan, 
He's got things to like. He's got an arm. I'm not denying that. He's got, he's accurate. He has he is an accurate quarterback. He's got a nice zip on the ball. He can move around like pretty much all these quarterbacks in this class can move around, except for I think Carson Strong. He's not really mobile. Um, but uh, but you know I think Panthers would be a good fit. What do you think? Yeah, I mean I can't think of any other teams that would take him other than the two mentioned. Uh, I mean, Seattle needs a quarterback. I don't see him fitting in there. Yeah, I, don't I don't see him see being that. on the board by the time they pick either. Atlanta, I don't Where they got nine? It. I think they got nine, right? Something yeah. like that? He, I mean, he could be on the board. He but, could be, yeah. but I, I, well, think, no, I think no, you're no, right. No, I think. The, Jets, the Jets have their pick. Oh, Jamal right, Adams right. Pick. Okay, ten. okay. Yeah, ten. Oh, they have ten. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's they, right. Don't have, they don't have a first-round pick. Seattle? Yeah. Now they do because they traded Ross. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean – yeah, I see Pickett going to either of those spots. I don't see him elite at anything. I think he can do everything you you would ask him to do. And for fantasy, I think he'll be fine. I don't see him being great. There's only one or two quarterbacks I see fantasy wise that might really make any noise. Yeah, and one of them is a guy that can run. Which yeah, we know how much fantasy impact those guys. Oh, have. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, all right, so we touched on, like, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral, Sam Howell a little bit, uh, Carson Strong. What are, what are your thoughts on Sam Howell? Um, again, I was a little turned off by him last season when I was watching him. I don't, I don't like that for him yeah. being able, you know, coming to the draft this year and such. Well, just real quickly, that was the other thing is before last season started, it was Spencer Rattler and Sam Howell. Those are the ones Isn't that guys. crazy? And Spencer Rattler – Lost his job. Oh my god! Transferred. I've never seen a quarterback like that. Like you know, neither have I. Really fall off. And I, I didn't believe the hype of Spencer Rattler. Like I but know everyone was talking like about it being like the next Mahomes and everything. And like I was like, I haven't seen it yet. But I, I was like, this year is the year that we could see it. And yeah. I was just like, wow. I didn't expect yeah. that because like I tune into like you know a lot of Oklahoma games. You know, yeah. I work on Saturdays, so I just have the yeah. TV on and stuff. So. I tried to follow exactly, so you know I'm I'm checking him out and stuff. I'm like, oh, this guy sucks. Yeah, I, I you know? like he. I want to just fall from grace. I know, and, and I hope he finds but, his game back. Again. And that was the thing. It was like, okay, now it's Sam Howell's draft, and then Sam Howell had a bad start to the year, and he started to play better as the year went on. Um, but it definitely hurt his draft stock. Um, and I definitely my thoughts on him again. I was never high on really anyone, but he was definitely up there for one of the guys I was high on, because I liked him a lot uh, the year prior. I was like, oh, I like this kid. Yeah. Like, he had that kind of, like, moxie. Like, the one game, I forget who they were playing, they were down. Why been NC State? And I think it was, like, a rivalry game. Okay. Um, and they were down, and he marched back and, you know, won them the game. Like, Stuff you like yeah, to see like, like that. Yeah. Which I liked, and, and I was like, oh, I was big on him. And then this year, I was like, eh. Like, I don't love But then he started to play better towards the end of the season. I was like, I was like, you know what? He's got – he's definitely got – like I said, he doesn't wow me, but he's got those – he's got that, like, safe vibe. I don't know. Gotcha. Not, okay. If you're asking me to take him, no. I'm no, him, but. no. But, like, I mean, I would take – I'd definitely take him maybe, like, second, third, something like that. I'm not taking him in first, obviously. Sure. yeah. But, like, if, if, if I'm, you know, a team that's, like, looking at quarterbacks, like, looking into the future a little bit, and, like, you just want someone on your roster just, like – you know, tune like tune like the Patriots. You know, where they just draft guys anyway, just to keep the, the thing flowing. Yeah. You know, you got your guy, but you never know at the same yeah. time what could happen. Exactly, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, at drafting him yeah. in the second or third. I mean, I think 
I think his regression this year is probably due a little bit to who he lost in the NFL draft sure. last year. He he lost two monster running backs. Dynamic Brown yeah. too, right? Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I don't think he had any weapons to work with this year. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know if I would hold this year against him. And again, I mean, yeah, they're playing no, they're yeah, playing no, no. in yet another COVID year. So that's good. That's, you really got to throw that all in the blender. That's good to know. Yeah, that's good to and, know. And that was another thing too that you just touched on. A lot of drops from his receivers this year. No. A lot. Like, so, yeah, nothing will frustrate you more as a quarterback yeah, than that happening. A lot of drops. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, but, you know, there, there's things, there's like good question marks you, should, you could say about Sam Howell. Um, but uh, it, it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, who, who else we got on there? You got Desmond Ritter, right? We got to talk oh, yeah. about like the yeah, last yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Ritter, Which is, Ritter's he's another... my candidate to be like, I would not be surprised if he jumped all these guys. Okay. Ritter is the most interesting quarterback in this class um, in terms of like just like a whole like who knows exactly what with him because and it, like I guess for better or for worse because first off let's be honest he had team wise the most success out of any of these quarterbacks Cincinnati of was in the playoff absolutely um, and he put up monster numbers and had some big games and Ritter is another guy similar to Willis in the sense that he has like all these traits that you really like but then uh, they're, they're, like sometimes when you watch him like there's just like ah uh, like I feel like there's something he needs something work. Missing. He yeah, does need there's work. There's something missing from being like an elite prospect. Yes. But there's something there though, and it's just like I agree. Like there, there's some people. There's a lot of people that have him as the best quarterback yeah. in this class. I personally don't, but again, he's a guy. If his that name is called before Pickett or something like that, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I won't be shocked if he's the first one off the board. Yeah. I've I've seen mocks where he's go he's the second quarterback off the board after Willis and still. and I mean like I said before I think he is the most pro ready in this class he very well could be um I think he he has all these same intangibles that Willis does but probably not as elite a level as Willis is yeah but I agree. I think he's ready to step in now and I'd be really surprised if he. You know, if if he fell out of the first, I know like at the start of this process, he was like fringe first round, like early yeah. second round pick. Now I think he's probably going in the top half of the first. And like you guys both said, I think if he doesn't jump everybody, you know, I think second. he'll jump everybody other than Willis. Maybe yeah. Yeah. he's I'm, probably going second overall. Yeah. If I'm a team like Washington, I see him on the board. I'm, I'm running to that yeah, podium. I, I think, yeah. again, I think Washington's a good fit there where, yeah, he's the most pro ready, yeah. but he doesn't need to start, but he also knows it's a volatile situation. There yeah. with Carson, like, Exactly. Yeah. Like, the front so, office is a complete disaster. Yeah. The ownership's a complete disaster, yeah. which also ties in with the front office, of course. I mean, the quarterback position, we all know is a disaster. We have yeah. a quarterback who can't take accountability for anything, and that just went from one team to the other. Three teams in three years is never really good. I think he's on his, like, his last gas of air as a starting quarterback in the NFL. It took him a year to pick a name. Like, I, yeah, this is true. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is true. Yeah. 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 And they settled on the command. Oh my god! And that horrible stadium at FedEx oh, Field—it's the worst. I hate that stadium. But FedEx I'm telling you, life, the two worst stadiums. I think I think if Riddler's there, I think Washington takes him. But I think if Riddler's not there, they're going to take Corral. I think they're taking a quarterback this year. Is it, he's a Batman villain now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I did say Riddler. Yeah. I mean, that could be his nickname. Whatever. Uh, I like yeah. it better, actually. Yeah, yeah, Howitzer yeah. and Riddler. Riddler. Let's go. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I, maybe I can talk to him about it. Question <laughs> where does he go? Hey, hey Desmond, yeah. hear me out. Riddle me this. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, I could also like Seattle too. I I could see I could see that um, be an interesting fit there. Uh, but I mean, again, who who really knows? I think they're rolling with Drew Locke. Seattle has a shit ton of holes. And, but the thing is, I, I think it might be in their best interest if they're blowing everything up to roll with Drew Locke because yeah. you're going to be bad. And like, I, I, some teams need to embrace the bad. Exactly, like, embrace the bad because. You, there's no reason to try to fix it in one year. Revisit next year when you have high yeah. draft picks. You can trade off guys and do a full rebuild and get like the guys you really want. I wouldn't even wait till next year for Seattle. I think they should start it this year. They should probably just trade DK Metcalf. Oh, 100%. And get no, that no, process no, 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 started. No, no, no. I, was, I, I took the words right out of my mouth. I was like, don't even hide it. Just trade everybody. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm just saying. They cut Carlos Dunlap. I'm He's just gone. saying drafting their guys. They should – Absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Trade DK, DK, trade Lockett if yeah. you can. Like, just trade every. Just you just got Noah Font. Yeah. Trade him too. Yeah. Get him out of there. Like, trade Jamal Adams for a six round pick yes. after you gave two first for him. Wow, didn't that blow up the trade market for a couple yeah. years? This is insane. Yeah. That's probably the beginning of every trade call. Like yeah. everybody, well, well, I mean, Seattle gave so, two yeah, first for, for Jamal, Jamal Adams. Adams. So, I mean, you got to give us more. You know? Well, I mean, problem right now, at least you know, as far as markets go, like. The wide receiver market is now at thirty mil. Like, are you going to pay DK thirty mil on a on a team that's clearly rebuilding after trading is, Russell Wilson? So like, the thing is, is he worth thirty mil? Probably, but should he get it from Seattle? No, no. absolutely not. <laughs> It'd be a waste of a career. You don't know who your quarterback is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't be doing that. But yeah. it's, 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 I mean, I just ask the Cowboys how that goes. Exactly. <laughs> so everybody should legit look at the Cowboys, and let's, let's be honest, Cowboys are a good team, but. They don't get out of the first round. Right. And you see what happens when you put all this money into these prime, like premium players who are good. Don't get me wrong, but it, it it's not about like having these great players. Like, ooh, we're great regular season warriors. And you know, the, the the goal is to win a Super Bowl, so it's all about managing at least make the salary cap. And, right. and two, that's also knowing the strengths of the draft. Like, let's look at the receivers. The receivers in the drafts the last like three four years. It's absurd. Yeah, it's These guys insane. come in yeah. and they're superstars right away. Yeah, Jamar Chase like, is unbelievable. Again, Jamar Chase, he followed up Justin Jefferson yeah. with the best rookie year of all time. But, 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 again, who came on at the end of the year. Like, and, and, and the thing is, these guys, you know, I, I hate when people say, oh, they're one of the best rookies. No, they're one of the best wide receivers. Yeah. Like, they, they're ready to go right away. Like, Absolutely. These guys, like, it's a new age with that. So, like, it, it's turning – wide receivers slowly turning into – now, obviously, there's multiple wide receivers on a on a given play, right. but it's turning into the running backs where you're saying like, I, I don't want to pay this guy. Like, I'll just draft his replacement next year. That's like, what, that, I was just about to say that. And then, and then you'll move too. you'll move the the two the two to your one, the new guy to your two, and right. then you repeat just the keep, process. Keep going in a cycle, dude. Yeah. I wouldn't pay I, at this point. I wouldn't pay thirty million dollars for any wide receiver. Like, that's there, just like, yeah, like there's always going to be like, a, like yeah. there's like you're select to like Devontae, Like, okay, I'd, I'd be a little hesitant to go up that high. I would, I would, but I'm just saying like because you're taking you're talking about significant jump. Like, what was the highest? Wide receiver 27, paid? DeAndre. Oh, 
that was ridiculous yeah, right. too. But he, okay, that well, the Houston's in, Houston's are just yeah, morons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but other than DeAndre, I think it was what like 19, 20 million, something like that. Amari was twenty. Yeah, Amari Tyree was twenty. Tyreek Hill got thirty, and I mean, yeah. there's no way the Chiefs were paying him that. They're they're paying Patrick Mahomes fifty yeah. mil. You can't wrap eighty mil in a in a two teams. I don't care how fake the cap is. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Look at what the Bills are paying Stephon Diggs. I, Come on. Well, but look Come at that. on. But, and then I was going to say, the Cowboys are like a model after – not saying like, oh, don't be like the Cowboys. They're obviously a good team. But like they're a model of like what you shouldn't do like money-wise. The Bills are the model of what you should do. Like just cost – like again, we were talking about this uh, last time too. J- Jameson Crowder, like, you know, not a glorious guy. One year for – Pennies and nickels, you can play. Well, that's what happens Dude. when you're a good team. People take those I kind know. of contracts. I know, I know. You know and that's me and you, or us, you know, when we were the Giants and Eagles fans, it takes it, people are like, I mean, you know, you're yeah, in the NFC yeah, East, like, true. you know, yeah. you're gonna have to pay up to get yeah, us yeah, to come yeah, play yeah. with you. That, that, that's that's a that's a yeah. good point, but still, like, you know, it's not like that they're going after like premier. They'll no. make they'll make a move and stuff, but then they get there. They draft Gabriel Davis. They they have Cole, they had Cole Beasley for those last couple of years. Not he was getting anymore. older, so yeah, and he was great. He, he was, was great. great. And then okay, moved on. Then Jameson Crowder fill in the spot. Yeah. I mean, look at the Rams. Cooper Cup's on what? He's currently on that's a three-year, forty-seven million dollar contract. Yeah, that's absurd. He's right now arguably the best wide receiver. And Allen Robinson thinks is just like one what, step 12, below him, I think, in high. Is he making like $12 million? He's, he's making 14 or $15 something million, something there, like yeah. that. Something yeah. around the Cooper Cup number. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's just insane, like, how there's just smart teams and just dumb teams. Yeah. And well, the thing is – Look what the Rams did. They paid on projection. Yeah. You know, they saw what Cooper Cup had, and then – Cooper Cup didn't really blast out to the scene until what, like maybe last year, the year before, or yeah, something yeah. like that. He was always good, but he, yeah, like, exactly. He was, he was always good, yeah. but we, I didn't see this, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, being yeah. like the number one wide receiver no. in the league. You know, sounds good when you say it like that, and then you go to the Giants ponying up money for Kenny Galladay. Listen, we're both we're both in our for what wide you rec- used to see. Yeah, yeah we we're both in our wide receiver woes. <laughs> but anyway, honest, I guess since we're on wide receivers, go ahead. Yeah, let's yeah, so move on to wide receivers. Let's jump into the most exciting position group in this draft. I mean, off let's say offensively. Absolutely. Most exciting and probably most stable, to be honest. Yeah. I yeah. think I think this is a little more cut and dry than yeah. it's like well, running back is. So this is very interesting. I know we were talking about it the other day, um, where th- uh, and you can't do this with quarterbacks in this class, but this receiver class, um, you can you can you, you can definitely. Uh, so yeah, Pickens, who is. Definitely, like, my most intriguing uh, wide receiver in this class uh, for a couple reasons. But so two – like, I think it was two years ago, like, he was like the – oh, man, he's the stud of the the next draft. Like, he's like – he's the guy. He's like the big, you know, number one receiver. And I was watching him, and I was like, man, this guy is like – he, he's got everything you want a number one wide receiver. He is the ultimate alpha dog. Mm-hmm. And, like, he looked great. And then he – Nasty. Took, and yeah, nasty. nasty. Like, we all saw that blocking, which we talked about. Which I didn't even realize how big he is. He's 6'3". Yeah. He's, like, 200 like he's around there. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's just ripped. He like, is a true alpha. I think I in this class – Yeah, I mean, in this class, you have, like – Two prototypical alphas. You have Pickens and Drake London, and, 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 and yeah, and Burks. 
Um, but, you know, I still think Burks has enough question marks that the other two don't. But, but, Burke, but, but Burke still has that alpha. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. 6'3", 220. I mean, yeah. like, right. come on now. Yeah, but, <laughs> come on. And he's got speed, but uh, but Pickens does remind me kind of obviously he's nowhere near as big as like DK, but he reminds me of like DK where he's just like a dog, and I mean obviously he got suspended from that one game for like punching uh, the. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the, that's uh, right. Holy shit! But uh, he tore his ACL yeah, coming into injury. the coming into the twenty twenty one. Oh, season. sounds like an Eagles pick. Um, <laughs> so uh, that was kind of like uh, the big step back there. Um, and he's had injury history before, um, but he, I mean, he definitely would have been like a top three pick in like the rookie draft there. Um, he, he I, I think he checks like every box, um, like from a skills uh, perspective. Um, he's got great body control. Um, he, he catches the ball away from his body, probably better than anyone in this class. Um, obviously we know how good of a blocker he is, which is kind of an underrated trait from a wide receiver, right. uh, in my mind, especially depending on where he goes to. Um, and I think he's probably the toughest receiver in this class. Um, I would say the two question marks for me are the, the discipline, like, because he, ta- he does take a lot. I mean, there's some like, like unsportsmanlike conduct penalties, but there's also there's other penalties too that he takes. He gets he does take some offensive pass interference penalties. He's got that lack of experience because he hasn't played a lot the last two years. Um, and uh, I, I worry a little bit about that. And you know if he can stay healthy and everything, but he has the makings for a bona fide number one that that's like the fun because all the all these other guys you could see going in the first round right i'd be shocked if pickens goes in the first round i've seen mocks having him go in the third round yeah like where yeah, i could see i could see him going in the third round i could see him going in the, I think no second, shot today. I, I think no I, shot. I think the second is where you're going to see him i think he's going to like kind of like a t higgins where you're going to see him at the beginning i think the there. third round is Straight up disrespectful. <laughs> I was just talking to Jason before uh, when we were off air, and I was asking him where he would think, like, you know, uh, George Pickens would fall. He said he thinks he's going to creep into, like, the end of the first round, or he Good. could be. So now I'm hearing you talk about DK and the comparison. I'm hearing you talk about all Eagles, the unsportsmanlike uh, conduct. No, he needs a veteran quarterback who has that accolade that can, Tom, like, keep him Tom. in line. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I see him going to Green Bay. That would be a perfect fit for him, and it'll clean up his attitude a little bit. He can play not given Aaron Rodgers' attitude. It's true. But on the field-wise, Aaron will keep keep it like, you know. It's it's just a shame that Green Bay is not going to select a receiver. No, they're not. They're going to select the quarterback from Kent State. They're going to select a fullback. That's what they're going to do. A fullback, another backup quarterback, uh, a blocking tight end. They probably won't, but I don't know. I mean, I – I've seen mocks lately that have them surprisingly double dipping yeah. at wide receiver. Well, that's what they should do. That's what they should that's do. That's what they absolutely. absolutely should do because right now they have Alan Lazard. If I was them, I would trade the one for DK and I would get a second round yep. pick as a wide receiver. Oh that's what I would DK, do. But just like DK and Pickens, I mean, they could or keep your first, get Pickens, and then trade like a second next year's first. Whatever you got to do, do they get have DK. Two? 
first now with the uh, Devontae Adams trade? They yeah, do. They have there. 22. Yeah. And um, yeah, so why haven't they done anything yet? Jeez, what are they waiting for? For the draft. I've did seen them double dip. Maybe with these other. No, I don't think you did. Um, Give them a second and a third. I. I've seen the Packers double dip actually and go with their second for with with their original pick. Like I've seen mocks that have them go. Um, I think I've seen them get who is it? Christian Watson and Sky Moore, which would be a great combination. Love Sky I, love, I love Sky Moore I love too. Sky Moore and I really like Christian Watson. If that's the two that they end up with, I would lose my my mind. That would be so really? Packers. Get, first off, you're the Packers right now. Get one of these one, if not two, of these top guys. Yes. Like I like Sky Moore, I like Christian Watson, but like is that trio? Let's just say I would Watson, rather get like a Pickens and Dotson. Here, here's my thing. That is, would be here, a, here's my thing that is, would be a combo it, or a Dotson and Olave. Like okay, it is Sky Moore like that, Christian something. Sky Moore Christian Watson and Al Lazard. Better than Devontae Adams, Al Lazard, and Marquez Valdez Scantling. No, I don't. I mean, it could be, but I don't know. Not this if year. If you get, if you bring in like, uh, let's just say uh, a Chris Olave and a George Pickens, and then with Al Lazard, like, boom, that's a trio. A young, don't get me wrong, but a trio that I like a lot for Aaron yeah. Rodgers, who I, clearly you're invested in. So. Give him more weapons. I yes. do really like that fit for Pickens, though. Me too. That's a, that's a yeah. really good fit. I thought so, yeah, man. Because really I, 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 I'm telling you, I'm hearing the DK like you know comparison. Yeah. I'm hearing the off the on the field issues with the penalties and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm thinking he needs like that veteran quarterback yeah. to keep him in line a little bit, a leader yeah. amongst men to do that. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is that yeah. guy. Or Tom Brady or too. Pa- or Patty. I can see him. How do you Kansas City? You know they're gonna yeah. go receiver. Yeah. Yeah. It's already coming out. I yeah. can see pickings to either Tom Brady with um with the Bucks. I can see him with Aaron Rodgers or I can see him with Patrick Mahomes. It's a win for all of those teams. Everyone. It's and, a win for everyone a part of that. Yeah. The receiver and honestly Arizona. Arizona, I could see. Yeah. You lost Kirk. They New England. Gone. New England, I could see. New England. So my thing is I've seen a lot of these receivers. I don't see him in New England. But, like, no. that, that's the thing is, you know what? They got to take I somebody. I know they do, but at the same time, it's just like, it's built. But like, you want that just, marriage with Mac Jones. Know. You know, you want that. I, I agree. I agree. I see, like, a Mechie. I, I see a Mechie yeah, to like, New England. I, I, like, they're I not going to do anything flashy. Is that, like, two or three for you? Like, a Mechie? Uh, two or three? Yeah. Yeah, probably either. He's and got talent. I like yeah, his game. Just, yeah, yeah like either bottom, like, Bottom of tier three or start of tier four. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Before, before the year, he was one of the top receivers. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, it's injuries. Yeah. Like, yeah, again, before that, that, another uh, thing, before the year, he was probably the number one guy at Alabama, like over Williams. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think Pickett's to Green Bay. It's I like that right a lot. there. I really I like, like that. that. A lot. But yeah, New England. I got all though, giddy when you were talking about it. I got all giddy for that like projection, you know? That just makes so much sense. I know it does, and that's why it'll be really it'll like be heartbreaking when it doesn't happen. No, I know. They're gonna take Brees Hall. Yeah, they're gonna <laughs> yeah. take another running back. AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, yeah. and Brees Hall, man, just run it. Yeah, well, we can't get them all on the field at the same time, but no, but you had at least we have them. But like even in some games last year, I don't know how many Packers games you guys watched. They were running the ball exceptionally more with Aaron Jones last year and AJ Dillon. You know they don't want to see that. They want to see like the passing all over the field like they used to do. Yeah, but 
But you have to get a wide receiver to do exactly. that. Exactly. For some They're reason, don't like do. doing that. Yeah. They like trading them away rather than drafting They like them. having Alan Lazard and Marquez Valdez Cameron, who's not even there anymore. But right. Like, I, and again, like. I don't like the money they gave him in Kansas City. I don't like that. I don't think, no, it's, I don't think he's you, worth it. You $10 know, I hate Marquez Valdez. Yeah, I'm, so uh, I, I don't like it at all. Ten million, I think they were just desperate. They had to get somebody in yeah, there. Was, and I'm like, okay, I get it. He's a deep threat, and you got Patty, but. Like I said, he's going to catch 50% of those deep balls that he's going to be open on. He's going to drop He's going to drop 50, and he's going to catch 50. Pickens, Pickens to Green Bay, I feel honestly, vaults him from Tier 2 to Tier 1. Well, If he I mean, goes to Green Bay, I will expand Tier 1 from 4 but, to 5 involving Pickens, but, and I'll keep Olave and Dotson on Tier 2. Right now, though, we're just going tiers based on oh, like, yeah. drafts. By yeah, yeah. Landing, like, again, like, if Pickens goes to Green Bay, like Pickens could have the best year out of anyone, easily. Yeah. He, t- he literally will take over that Devontae spot because you know he is that guy. That's yes, sir. Right personally, personally, for, for real life and fantasy football, I don't see Pickens making it out of round one. And that's in in fantasy. That's in both leagues. That's fantasy most likely single quarterback definitely won't make it out of round one. But we're talking and, about dynasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not not regular. But um, what you call it? But if it's super flex, it would take a it would take a Green Bay to vault him in a round. I mean, I tell you though, in the real draft though, I I see him kind of being like a second round, like a T Higgins type guy that like you know because there are. There are legitimate question marks, and you have. And again, if he when, falls to the second round, I don't see him getting past like Detroit at number two. If they don't pull the trigger on a wide receiver with that last first round pick, I, I see them going second round yes, wide they do. receiver. I, I I I think they do. I don't. But no, I'm saying. I said I agree with them going receiver, but do they need to do it at the end of the first? I think no. it, there's so much no, so many but, wide receivers where they can go in the second. I think they can no, go in the third. Well, it's, it's two picks well, later. I think Sam, <laughs> yeah, they could do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think that that a second round pick for them is Sam Howell or wide or 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 wide out for them. And mm-hmm. honestly, I've seen like Dotson if he's there. Yeah, you know, I like like. Sorry, I agree I like that, that. They, they need to draft a wide receiver at some point. They should do it like. Oh, it's going to be in the first two rounds. Yeah, and they completely nailed it with Amon Ross St. Brown last year. Yeah, so they, they have yeah, somebody on that team. But they have Josh Reynolds too. Alpha, they're still, man. I think. And DJ Chark. And DJ Chark, man. Listen, wow. Yeah. Could, could they not even go wide out? No, they, they have to. Yeah. Because because well, St. Brown's not an alpha. You need like a Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds and. Chark aren't long-term options. I mean, Chark is like good. Chark could be. Chark, Chark could be, but like, but like, you know, not like you're 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 built. They're building from like the floor up. Yes, like, even if want, Chark is a long-term option, he doesn't fill that number one wide receiver. And if he balls out, well, how much money are you going to pay when you can just yeah, when no. you're building a team that you don't even have your long-term franchise quarterback at? There are DJ Sharks out there. They're going to get Christian Kirk shit. (laughs) Well, at least they didn't give that that contract out. But next is my guy. Talk about your boy. Yeah. My guy, Jahan Dotson. Now, he's coming out of Penn State. They have um, recently become very good at pumping out wide receivers and I guess running backs. I still don't like Saquon Barkley as a Giants fan. <laughs> but um I mean he's still an exceptional from, talent and from Miles Sanders too. I guess. But from the uh 
from the moment I turned on Dotson's film, I loved him. I think he can do everything. He's a walking highlight reel. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think his athleticism is amazing. I don't know how the NFL is going to view him. I've seen him all over the first round, and I've even seen him fall to the second, which I think would be asinine and, again, disrespectful. I don't. So my whole thing is I don't agree with that because of we saw this the year that DK AJ and this was this wasn't this draft class wasn't anywhere near this draft class but we saw it the year with DK Metcalf and AJ Brown and all that there were those guys that everyone's like oh we know like there's receivers in this draft we can wait to get them or get a guy and I see with this class which is way deeper and more talent like there might be guys that they're like, oh, you know, we can hold off and get the guys that you need to get like right. at the positions where it's not as deep early in the first. And then there's going to be guys that fall in the second that are, yeah. sure, first-round talents, right. but like they're going to fall to the second. Yeah. And the Dotson, Dotson's not going to be your wide receiver one. Dotson's going to go to a contending team and be an extremely high-end wide receiver two for you. Um, and honestly, I'd, I'd be shocked if he slip or if he goes in the first round. If he does, I think it's going to be on the back end. Baltimore. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I don't like throwing the ball. They, they, but they, they, they've they shown signs out. that yeah. they want to. Because you shot Bateman. You shot Bateman. Running back Sammy Walkins. They yeah. yeah. Mark Andrew. And they have Hollywood uh, Hollywood Brown there yeah. still. So they've shown that they want to. And Hollywood Brown is like a I little. like that. And again, yeah. is. Here's the thing is, Hollywood, Hollywood Brown's your deep threat. Rashad Bateman's your alpha number one. And Jahan Dotson put him in the slot. Absolutely. Dude, I like that tree. And then you have Mark Andrews. I like I that, too. I like that. I like that. I look at his size, and, and I look at, like, you know, his, like, positives and stuff. I feel like he brings a lot of what Baltimore wants to do in an offense. They want Lamar to start throwing the ball a little bit more. They don't want to be that run-first offense anymore. And he's perfect for Lamar yeah. because you can get him over the, like, over the middle yeah. on a slant. Lamar he's, get rid of the ball quick. He's flashy. He's twitchy. Yeah. He's got apparently ginormous hands. He's got a great catch radius. There's nothing. You can use him as a deep threat. There's nothing to not like about his profile. To be honest, he had a good. He he, he had a very good forty time. Four four three. That's yeah, why, like, like you know, with the whole like uh, rumors that Hollywood Brown's not really necessarily happy in Baltimore anymore, and like they might move on from him. You plug you plug yeah. him in. Yeah. That's... Oh, you're not happy? See ya. Yeah, exactly. I don't need your, your, your we'll get Mitchie right in here, man. Your 11 drop passes. Like, exactly. I don't, like, and it's an upgrade. Yeah, 100%. Dotson is way better yeah, than Hollywood That's Brown, definitely an say. interesting fit now that I think about it. I could see him. I Dotson too. I don't know. I mean, Kansas City's going to draft a wide receiver. Like you take that. your I pick. Like that fit too. Whoever hey, lands in Kansas hey, City, you're going to like. So hey, it doesn't... I mean, let, let me just say. He does a lot of similar things that Tyreek Hill does. I mean, he might yeah. not be as – he's definitely not as – He's not as fast. Deep, no, not, <laughs> no, no one is. But, and he's not as much of a deep threat. But, like, in the intermediary where Tyreek is used, like, in that regard, Jahan Dotson does a lot of similar things to Hill in that space. Yep. Yeah, I can see that. So, I, 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 I really – and he, he catches everything. He's only dropped, like, two balls, I think, like his – So – would you guys tack on anyone into that second tier? or Because yeah, uh, honestly, I mean, I had David Bell, I think, so almost that's, was. That's that's what I'm Until gonna... his ridiculously slow 40. But okay. You can well, dive that's in. what I'm going to get into. We're still on tier two? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, David Bell out of Purdue. Um, I'm very big in. 
Um, so the year before, uh, you had Rondell Moore and you had Joey Rondell Moore and David Bell. And I loved that duo and watching a lot of Rondell Moore, who I was a big fan of last year. Um, I saw a lot of David Bell and I was like, wow. I was like, David Bell might be like, he's like the guy, like he, like, he really is the guy. I'm like, I'm looking at Rondell Moore who I love, but David Bell is really the guy that, I'm noticing a lot of, and the thing that I like about David Bell is he's good at everything. Like he, sure. He might not be the fastest guy, but he makes people, he, he's like, yeah, he's like Rashad Bateman last year. Good at everything. He's not, he's not elite, but he, he, he has production, which you want to see. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, he, like he, he gets he gets open when he has the ball, like especially like downfield after he has the ball, he's very hard to like take down. He makes guys miss. He does that like little like you're running and you got a guy tailing you. He like stop, twitch, like move, like juke a little bit and, and make you go. Um, you you can definitely talk about uh, his poor combine. Like he had a very poor combine across oh, the man. board. Him? He ran a four six five forty, Oof. which is slow. He had a thirty three inch vertical, which is not good. I, my, my vertical is better than that. Uh, <laughs> Mine's not. One hundred eighteen uh, inch broad jump, and those are all not good. But like <laughs> th- those are all very poor. They're in the. That's below average. Yeah, very I mean, much. Honestly, much I think I think the only other bigger loser out of the combine was Kyron Williams as a running back, like, which we'll get into. Yeah, but, we will. But my thing on David Bell is I over the combine, which I think I think the combine does good things for prospects that aren't like your standout prospects, like it showcases. I'm so glad ability. you mentioned that. But I also think the combine is like. Uh, if I'm if I'm talking if I'm if I'm grading a guy based off of the tape or combine, I'm going tape. Like absolutely, yeah. And, and then there's other guys like Christian Watson where you know you're playing in a, a, a kind of not an unknown school, but like a Small what mountain, school. yeah, smaller school yeah. With, where you don't have as much talent. Out. You don't have as much talent. You're gonna be like, hmm, you know, this guy's production isn't like up here. You know, he's playing lesser competition, but I see his combine. I'm like, I see that potential and what you can do. I like that. Those are guys that I look at their combine, and that that raises stock. A guy like David Bell playing at Purdue, you know, big games, and I'm seeing what he does on the field, and he has a poor combine. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't like those combine numbers, but I saw what he does on the field. Like, he is a a baller. Like, he is not like a a slouch whatsoever, and I trust the tape more in the combine. Like, Doesn't it scare you that, like, playing for Purdue, they kind of had to, like, force feed him like they had to force his numbers up there they did did last year he's playing with ronda moore so right so but like after that who else was on that team that was going to do any damage no you can look at like outside of alabama and ohio state like a lot of these teams you look drake london at usc force fed him the ball uh trailing burks at arkansas force fed him the ball like there's other guys. Yeah, but they out ran there. faster than a four six four. That, True. That I, that's why I have them. That's why I have them above David Bell. But I like, don't like to adjust rankings based on the combine or forties at all. I dropped no, but, Bell from five to eight. 
and that's fine. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. You I'm went not from gonna... tier two to tier three. Okay, and that and that's fine. And, and look, you might be right in that regard. I'm just going to respectfully disagree. I think that David Bell is still legit talent at receiver, and I think he's going to have a, a successful career. I have him with Calvin Austin as like the tier that they're, they're together with. But what's, what's that tier? Like tier three for me. Tier three. Okay. Yeah, and then one guy I have like on the cusp of like tier three, almost making the jump to tier two, is a guy you mentioned, Christian Watson. I love the size. It's 6'4". He has huge hands. Um, I know we just talked about, like, you know, we want to make it like a regular NFL thing where, you know, you shouldn't necessarily have to pack on this weight. But this guy in this instance, I think he has that body frame where he could pack on that oh, weight. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, sure. you know, he, he could definitely do that. He's 6'4". He's only 208 pounds. I would love to see him be, like, 220, 225. I think that's a good weight yeah, for him. That, for that's, 6'4". Yeah, in my opinion. Possibly even 230. Right. That he might be four, four, three, six, yes. 40 at six, four. Yeah. Is, he is alpha size. He just hasn't he been able to showcase. Right. He hasn't showcased the ability behind. Him. The North Dakota had, State thing is right. That you mentioned that you guys mentioned is going to hold him back a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he also had top five vertical jump at 38 and a half. Yeah. And best in broad jump at 136. Yep. And he, and he ran, I don't know if you mentioned that, ran a 436. Uh, four, uh, four, three, six. Yeah, four, three, six. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, talk about, you know, winning winning this process christian watson went out there dominated the senior bowl yeah that was the big dominated the, big the winner, combine at the senior bowl which we know, you know goes a long way with a lot of teams especially the giants dominated the the measurements like he hit every single category you want to see out of your alpha the only question mark on him is that you know what is he really nobody right now nobody knows that so but, I think that's what keeps him in this tier and probably keeps him out of tier one. If Christian Watson had the same amount of production as Drake London, we're talking about him in the top. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Top oh, yeah. Five Absolutely. In this class. And another thing about <laughs> him that I think is a big, like, uh, it, it, it's, I don't know, it's a, it's a big factor into where he goes and, like, fits for teams is his versatility. 49 carries. Uh, last year uh, as a ball carrier and 27 kick returns. So I think teams are looking at what Debo does in that San Francisco offense and they see Christian Watson. They're like, huh, like we can, because I know I I compared Traylon Burks to Debo, but that's more of like player profile. I don't see Traylon Burks running the ball like Debo does. Christian Watson, and who is obviously like 6'4 and stuff, but like, you know, He's got that speed. Like, you could use him like Debo. He's faster than Debo. Like, you could use him in that regard. I see. I don't like the frame. I know. As as running the ball. I I don't either. But, I mean, the proof's in the pudding, though. Like, this is true. 49 carries. Like, and again, you're not going to. I'm not saying he's going to be running the ball of like course. Debo, but nobody should run like the ball that, like Debo. Yeah. Yeah. Debo, <laughs> need, they need to change how they use him in San Francisco. No wide receiver should be running it like that. Well, no, I mean, he should because it works for them. But agreed, though. Like, and, and I'm not saying that they will be giving him the ball like that, but uh, when you can have that ability to have like set plays like that in a, a solid offense, all you need is one of those plays to break a game open. And that that really helps your draft stock. Yeah. I I think his 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 process right now has might have vaulted him into the first round. He might have made a couple million dollars um since the senior bowl. I, you think I, he could I, get in the first I, round? I, I don't see I, him in the first round. He, he could. I mean right I don't see it just just for the sheer fact that 
what you, I just said. You just can't have like 12 wide receivers yeah. in the first round. But it, it wouldn't shock me There's in the a di- slightest if him and, and like even a Sky Moore slips into the I definitely back end of the I see Sky Honestly, Moore. Honestly, dude, I've been, been seeing a lot more mocks now with Sky Moore actually being taken by the Chiefs in round one. I would be I shocked. I would be shocked. Crazier things have happened, but I'd be shocked. But yeah. I, I just think that like I'd be shocked you, can too. Be, you can be a first round talent, but it depends on the position and the depth at that yeah, position. I mean, and I think that comes in, like, again, smart teams that maybe need that position, they know that they can wait and get another position where there's not that depth early on. And then if they want a guy like David Bell and they have to settle, quote unquote, for a Sky Moore around later, they will do that every day of the week because they get better value. Right. So, like, I mean, you know, just talent wise, there's at least nine wide receivers that could go in the first. Absolutely. You're right. I agree. So, yeah, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams, Chris Olave, Traylon Burks, George Pickens, Pickens, Dotson, Dotson, Bell, and Watson. Yeah, wow. I mean, that could that could all be first round talent yeah. right there. And honestly, Watson wasn't even thought about pretty much up until the Senior Bowl. So yeah, good for him. Yeah. So and sometimes uh, you see that you see like with Russell Wilson when he got the Senior Bowl, absolutely. Brandon Graham in the Senior Brandon Bowl Graham. too. He, like well, I always knew Brandon Graham was going to be a Well, Michigan ties, of course. But um, took him a couple years. But, yeah. you know. but uh, I mean, I love BG. <laughs> I think I think he's. I think Christian Watson is less um, team dependent than like a David Bell. I I think for David Bell to succeed, I see him fitting in like a Chicago. If he goes to Chicago, if he goes to Chicago, I would vault him into a first round. Jay, they don't have a first round pick. So. Jay, I like that fit a lot. I that really like second. that fit. Um, What's David Bell's size again? He's like 6'1". 6'1"? Six one? Six one? Okay. Six All right. Six one. Decent compliment to Dar- uh, Mooney over there. I, li- I like that fit a lot, actually. Cool. But, I mean, again, that wouldn't be a first-round pick because no. that, no, no, that no, pick no, went no, to no, the no, Giants, yeah, no, so yeah, they don't even yeah. have a first. Yeah, but but yeah. he shouldn't be a first-round pick. I mean, I, li- I love Justin Fields at the next at this level. I think he's going to progress. But making that trade, dude, oh, my God. Yeah, I, I mean – but if you're, right, guy. I mean, not, if you're Ryan Pace think, and like you know Matt Nagy, you're not going to be there. Yeah, but but also like I don't really think the trade was that bad. I mean, they gave up a they they swapped, they gave him the first because when you're trading up nine spots this in the true. first no, round, I, I, the conversation's fine, but they're yeah. in the right position to do that. Put it this way: it's if perfect. Justin Fields turns into the guy that we think he's going to turn into, I do that trade every day of the week. Okay, fair enough. That was a better position than the Giants trading down and getting a wide receiver. No, I mean, well, the the pick you can say whatever, but the the trade was a you take that. Oh, trade the trade itself, game. absolutely. But you know, the Giants failed with going wide receiver. It really all depends on our on like their draft board at the time, yeah. you know, because obviously all these teams when they go in, they have first round grades on an X amount of players, yeah. and if they're okay with trading down, like okay, we can still get a first round grade guy at this at this like you know slot, then let's do it. Plus, you get two top ten picks this year. You didn't know them at the time, but you do it on projections. Yeah. Like, do you think Chicago's going to be that good of a team next year? Exactly. Coming in? It just you know? didn't and, they, and, they obvi- and they clearly didn't, and they were right. It just, just makes sense for the Giants last year to do it because there was no way they knew how to use Kadarius Tony but, properly. But, but, but that's well, hopefully, the new regime thought. does. They, they thought they but, would. That was the problem. Is they thought they would, but and that yeah, was every the whole Giants fan went, yeah. And he's actually, he's actually an excellent compliment to Kenny Gallagher. Oh, he's I mean, he's an excellent compliment. Kadarius Tony and he gets Sterling Shepard out there too. Yeah. yeah, 
Like, and you can certainly ship it there for another year for like, like yeah. the veteran minimum, what yeah. it seems. Yeah. You know, so. Um, so I, I don't want to like take too much time on the rest of these receivers, but let's just briefly touch on Sky Moore. I think it's the Bucks again. So, so guys, running backs. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh, we're finally hitting running backs. We're finally hitting running backs. Yes. We didn't have any more wide receivers to touch on. No, I don't Sky think so. Right? Moore, Mechie, Ross, Tolbert. You want to touch up on them? We can touch them on them. Yeah, I mean, we, we, touch, we, we, we did mention them a little. Shout, yeah, we'll shout out their names like the next receivers: Sky Moore, John Mechie, uh, Jalen Tolbert, and um, Justin Ross. And Justin, Justin Ross. Ross fell from like he was gonna be one of the top guys, and then he broke <laughs> his entire. Body, he got basically. yeah. He literally broke his entire. But like Justin Ross was in the year. So I remember uh, in the the Jerry Judy year, it was like early before that season started. Judy was the number one guy. T Higgins was the number two guy, and Justin Ross was like the number. Like Clemson was like, yeah, Higgins and Ross, and it was like, man, those are like the three like elite guys. And then uh, we, we know the story with the other two, but like Ross got hurt, he stayed. Or he elected to stay, or he got hurt, he stayed, and then the year after, he elected to stay again for his senior year, and then now he's, like, projected to be a fifth-round pick. Yeah, talk but, about losing some million. Yeah. yeah. But I tell you what, though, he is a very good value pick. If oh, he's in he's the fifth a, round, like, that is a very good value pick for a that, that back injury is going to scare that, that, no, that, but everybody. Like, but, but, like, he, there's no he, way around you take a one. chance on him in the Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it's like crab shoots from like the fourth yeah. round on, exactly. really. You know? Yeah. yeah. You, you take a chance. As far that. as fantasy, you know, if he doesn't tumble out of it, he's a he's a third, fourth round value. Yeah, for sure. You dynasty. swing on that. All day long. Yeah. yeah. But we gotta we gotta make sure that's it depends where he goes right. to, you know, Definitely. all that kind yeah, of he's stuff. He's very yeah. dependent on where he goes. Mechie's the same. I feel like Mechie dropped a lot because of injury. injury. He, I, he's his a talent. fit. Yeah, I I see him in New England for some reason. I, I don't see him fit. anywhere else. That's a good fit. I like that. Bring him back with Mac Jones. I like that yeah. fit a lot. They yeah. have to get – I think they're going to get one of these Alabama. And then – Yeah. And then uh, Jalen Tolbert I think could be sneaky. He's he, good. He, he's he could jump up a little bit. He's got size to him. I see third round. Yeah. I could see him. Yeah. I, I see him getting a little bit more buzz now. Yeah. And I think he's gonna grow a little bit. I could see him jumping some people. Yeah. But yeah, you wanna you wanna start running backs? Yeah, Absolutely. Say. And guys, I'm gonna be honest with you, I know Brees Hall, I know Kenneth Walker. Other than that, talk to me like I'm five. Okay. Please. So um <laughs> J- Jason kind of has like the, the tears for this. I mean like we, we, we can just talk um, you know, right off the bat, like I think that tier one is Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker. Jason believes that Brees Hall is on a tier of his own, which I can also see and agree with. We both agree that Brees Hall is the number one, uh, like the number one running back in this class. And honestly, if you're in dynasty leagues, he's he's the number. I'm I'm picking one overall. He's the number one pick. He's Uh, locked and loaded as. I mean, if you need a running back, as as a one hundred and one. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, right now I see him mocked mostly to the Jets and. There's no reason for any team not to take them if you like them. I think they're fine with Michael Carter, and I think that would be a mistake. I would like to see Brees Hall go to, like, a Miami Dolphins. Yep, I like that fit a lot. Um, or, they got a lot of running backs over there right They now, do. They just, yeah, yeah, just pay two of them. Yeah. I mean, he Brees would, Hall's definitely an upgrade over the two. I will say oh, that. absolutely. I, 
I think I think for fantasy purposes, Brees Hall is a locked and loaded. Like he's in the top fifteen, easy right off the rip. I, I can see that, in and I could see leagues. him. I could yeah. see him creeping into top ten. I mean, is he a, a first round pick? Uh, no, definitely no. not a first round pick. I think but... he's the only running back in this class who could sneak into the first round if a team was going to do it. But I hope those days are done. Yeah, yeah. me too. I I I agree. After I didn't like Najee Harris going in the first. No. He was good and all, but like, uh, the, like again, the you just pay the too much money for. Yeah, agree. If I'm in the if I'm in the first, first round, round like you know, I'm usually looking at like premier position. I'm looking at quarterback, offensive line. Um, edge rusher, edge rusher, corner, any you know, of the positions like that. that you'd want to give a fifth, fifth really? year option to you, right? Running back and linebacker, are the two positions that uh, I, I mean, linebackers lose because I can't wait to talk types, about them too. You have different way. types of linebackers, obviously. Speaking like, like a true Giants fan, you don't need yeah, to go linebacker yeah. in the first round. I'm right there with you. Uh, yeah. We haven't drafted a yeah. first round linebacker you in might 50 draft years. This year. <laughs> in 50, no, still, they will not. They won't do it. They absolutely will not do it. Um, and, I, and I would do cartwheels in the front yard if they drafted the Kobe Dean. Yeah, well, he, but again, he offers more than your traditional, like, of course, school line. Devin Lloyd, too, yeah. cartwheels. Yeah, front absolutely, yard. absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, so like Michael we, have, but, we have a time and place for defense. Yeah. So. But Brees Hall, though, like, 1,400 yards uh, last year, set an FBS record with uh, a touchdown in 24 straight games. That's ridiculous. Uh, he was fourth in the nation in all-purpose yards at 147.2 yards per game. Per game. Um, and then he ran a 439.40 40 uh, and the best uh, – he had a 40-inch vertical, which was the best in the class, and a 126 broad jump. I mean, this kid is everything you want to uh, – a running back and he's a he's a more complete and better version of David Montgomery. And it came from the same system. For, for so. sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean again like too like Brees Hall like let's just look at last year where you had Najee Harris and Travis Etienne who were who were very good running back prospects. Brees Hall is number one in that class too. Like Brees Hall is definitely better than Najee Harris and he's definitely better than Travis Etienne. Yeah. Right. Right. Really good in my in my honestly. that makes me even fear that he's gonna go in the first I mean, if he's better than, if you think he's better than Najee, yeah, I mean, two of those guys went in the first round. Yeah, right. It's true, it's true, but <laughs> but it also, but now that they went in the first round, who needs a running back so desperately? Well, I don't think anyone really needs a running back desperately. I think people just select them just because no. I, don't, I don't know. But Pittsburgh, be honest, Pittsburgh so. didn't have a running back, really. right? And um, I mean, the Jaguars are just stupid. Like, yeah, two well, factors true. and a bad team. Like, that's there's true. two. Two factors there. Like, um, like, who can you realistically see him go to? Buffalo, maybe. I can see Buffalo. Buffalo you know? loves their <laughs> Arizona. I've, you know, I mean, they just yeah. lost. Uh, Jason yeah, All they have is James Connor right now. Yeah, and we know James Connor injury history. And Connor, they um, just lost Chase Edmonds. I mean, yeah. how much you love Chase Edmonds? Yeah, so, you know. um, I can see that. Uh, Seattle has, a, you know, but they, yeah, I don't even know. Chris Carson, if he's not done, okay, so they have Carson Penny, but Carson might be done, or he's an injury away from from Paul Starton. LA Chargers, what else do they need? You know, just draft a running back. You know, trade back and get a running back. You know, like honestly, yeah, they could, they could do it. Have a little one-two punch of Eckler and Hall. Really though, like what else do they possibly need? Because Eckler has what? How many years left on his deal? Uh, 
either way, he signed to a four year deal. Either way, he's getting older, yeah, and also he has exactly. a lot of soft tissue injuries exactly. that are coming about, and I don't like that exactly. either. And why receivers are running back? It's I a think. why not situation. Exactly. Yeah. So I think Philadelphia could look at a running back at some point. They maybe could. not first. I think. Um, don't don't though, because my I boy, think Kansas my boy, City. Kenny Gainwell. Kansas my, boy, City. my boy Kenny Gainwell and his boy Kenny Gainwell. He loves Kenny. I Gainwell. love Kenny Gainwell too. I think, I think Kansas awesome City pick. Chiefs could swing at a running back because yeah, I, the I don't think they're it. sold on. Uh, they're, def- they're, clearly not. They're, they're clearly not. Like, I don't no. want to call him a bust, but well, he, he's like he's fine. He's just like we Bruce need Hall, to compliment anyway. But Brees Hall is like a, he takes you to the next level in the run yeah. game. Like Clyde Edwards-Helaire, like I like him. I don't love him. Yeah. Brees Hall, Tennessee, I Tennessee to back up. You know what? Home Fair. run, home run for Tennessee if they take Brees yeah. Hall and Cat and George Pickens. Oh, or, or any of the receivers. Like, yeah. if they could take any one of them. Or the uh, Titans going uh, Brees Hall and you yeah. know one two punch. They there. did lose uh, Devontae Foreman. Devontae yeah. Foreman. Yeah. Literally nobody else after. I, yeah. So I mean, uh, McNichols is okay. I yeah. like McNichols. Yeah, he's okay. Well, here's the thing. Reese like, Hall's an easy upgrade. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Almost every but starter. As long as Henry's healthy, right he's going to take 100% yeah. of the yeah, snaps. That, right? but, but I think what, what last year showed them is you want to take some of the snaps away from Henry. He's currently hitting that declining That's age good, for running backs. Maybe it's time to start spelling him a little bit. It's a good point because it's Henry fair. has that style where it's like you can break down real fast and like – maybe take a little bit of load off. I mean, I don't see him going to Tennessee um, because, again, they're in win now, and they do have still, like, some other, you know, spots Holes they want to – yeah, they want to fill to still be, like – especially in the AFC. But uh, I, I think that a lot of teams are seeing how the dual threat – like, the dual running back – It's um, a way to go. Works, and, like, you know, I, I don't see a team that's like, oh, we need a running back, but, like, you know, we can do with Brees Hall and have, like, a one-two punch. Like, it, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, needless to say, he's the number one, uh, I think, skill player in this in this draft. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't see any holes in his profile. His no. production is off the charts. He's been, he's been the running back one of this class for, what, two, three years yeah. now we've been talking yeah. about Brees Hall in yep. this class? Like... <laughs> I think he's slam dunk number one. You could just move on to Kenneth yeah. Walker. And and then, no, he's your other darling. Ken- so, Kenneth you can... Wal- so Kenneth Walker broke my heart uh, last year, as we all know. I'm know. a big Michigan fan, and he plays for Michigan State. And I watched him drop five touchdowns on us. Um, in that he was game. unstoppable yeah, that game. Yeah, and you just couldn't stop him. But, uh, uh, I mean, he – so Kenneth Walker was kind of like a – he – I won't say it came out of nowhere, but he didn't really have a lot of production beforehand. Um, but again, the Northwestern game, he had 275 yards and four touchdowns. He finished wow. with 1,600 yards uh, and 18 touchdowns overall. Um, he was number one of the big things for me is he was number one in the NCAA in yards after contact. He had 1,169 yards, um, and he would rank 19th in the nation. Um, in rushing with only that total, which is absurd to me. Uh, I, the big question mark on him is, is his receiving. He's not. Yeah. yeah, And that's, that's a very legitimate question mark because you know, teams like their receiving backs now, but at the same time, it doesn't matter when you have a dual unit there. So um, 
I mean, I think he's another stud. Uh, and again, I, I would have him. I, I'd probably have him above Najee and ETN too. I mean, they're definitely bring more in the passing game, which could nudge them above, but in sheer running, I have Kenneth Walker above them too. No. Um, so that's another guy that I think is a really interesting pick. Uh, and again, I, I would say fits. It's the same as Brees Hall's fits. Like, you yeah. know, I like see him going to, like, again, it's just running back in general. Um, it, I see all the same fits. It's just more so, like, who's going to be the best in there. And I think it just goes in the ranking. Yeah. I mean, I think Kenneth Walker is easily the best pure runner. Mm-hmm. I think even over Brees Hall. And um, I, I, I think he won the transfer portal, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, that was a great career move. That probably also won him a couple million dollars. Uh, I, same thing. I see him anywhere where, where we just listed for Brees Hall to go. I think Kenneth Walker could go there. His pass catching is a knock just because we haven't seen it as much. It's a smaller sample size. What he has shown, he's – a very good, effective pass catcher. So I don't think that's the question mark. It's just how much you've seen it. And you and know what? If if NFL teams will use it that way. And there's another running back that had that same knock. Do you know what his name was? Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor had Jeez, that same knock. I know something about him. First off, and then look what he did this past year. He showed his passing game prowess. He got better and better and better and – Obviously, it's not like he even needed it. No. He was insane. But It's phenomenal watching him last yeah. year. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, I mean. Anytime he had the ball in his hands, you know it was, like, going to be broken. My, my, my question or my concerns on Kenneth Walker, I think, are a bit of his size. I think he could probably benefit from putting weight on. Yeah. He's a pretty big boy. He's, he seems a little long and lanky to me. I feel like if he could tack on – he pro- Maybe like five more pounds or so. He, he put probably a little would, bit of beef on he, that he frame. He will. He will, and I think his body can take it, and I think that would. Yeah, because running back drastically that change. Frame. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's easily number two. Then running back gets a little. Yeah. It gets it's a, it gets a little dicey after two. I mean, I, I, I think the clear it. number three is Isaiah Spiller, um, who was in the the mix for number one too, like. Again, throughout the year, it was mostly Brees Hall and Spiller going in, and a lot of people had Spiller as the best. And then Brees Hall definitely overtook that, and then Kenneth Walker overtook that, and Spiller kind of uh, declined a little bit. But again, you know, he had uh, um, what was it? Uh, he, had, he averaged throughout his career five and a half yards per carry. Um, he, he's a receiving back too. He's six three two seventeen. So he's pretty tall for uh, a running back, um, but he's got great footwork. Um, he has that patience. Um, so, like, you know, when you're waiting for, like, gaps to kind of develop, he has that great patience to kind of burst through there, and he can, you know, stay on the backs of the offensive line. Um, and he has, you know, really good vision. But uh, the combine, again, oh. like, you know, we take – we all have different – ways to measure the combine but the combine definitely hurt him yeah i think his profile doesn't have a lot of holes i think he lost money in the combine um by really not participating in it i know there were 
there was a strained hamstring for that. He had a strain something for his pro day. It's kind of some red flags. I think it more looks like he was dodging it. Yeah, and Which is a where great word to use because he can dodge tacklers like Le'Veon, <laughs> like Le'Veon Bell. Right, and I I think so. I think what made Jamar Chase so amazing because re- remember we hadn't seen Jamar Chase actually play football for two what one two years, year, and then he steps year. into the combine and he's like. I'm here to yeah, show, yeah. like I'm here to play, and that's what you should do for the combine. Now, it's a you mental know, thing given too. that, given that, there's some people that maybe shouldn't have, like somebody like Kyron Williams should not have run the forty. Yeah. <laughs> people like that should not have. I not not running. I think hurts Spiller a little bit. It's hard to slide him down the rankings because it but really is a blender right here after running back two. But yeah, I still keep him at three. Yeah, um, and I really think that his elusiveness and patience is what yeah. garners him that spot because yeah, and I his said, size—he just yeah. has that running back size. That like the only player I would say would jump him is a Rashad White, and climbing I up don't right think he has the size that the NFL is looking for, and I don't think the NFL is going to view him as high as a dynasty fantasy football player might. Yeah. I think he's going to be much better in fantasy football than he will be in the NFL cuz I don't I think the NFL is scared of a Rashad There's White. There's metrics there that you look at. But what do, what do we think real quick? What do we think about Spiller's size though? Like the 217 I like but 6 a 63 running back. Would that be the tallest running back in the league? It might be. That's interesting. Cuz does that does that worry you a little bit? Almost like you're too tall because some like again, I'd rather have a smaller guy with a low center of gravity. Now, Spiller has great footwork, which helps that, but you that's, that's usually the knock on taller guys. That's like what that. I was gonna say is I think I think his, he overcomes it. With I that. think his footwork saves him. Yeah. I think where his size is gonna help is gonna be in the passing game. Yeah. It's a lot easier to target that's a six true. three running back than it is on the linebackers yeah then because because what is it most running backs are within what five eight to five eleven yeah, yeah something like that yeah. typical yeah. range yeah. for Around it there. so six three is even tall for a wide receiver exactly that's you so know. i think i think that's going to allow them to you know spiller's one of probably two or three running backs in this class that you could split out wide and yeah that's what i'm saying maybe they might transition him yeah you know I don't know if they would transition like to wide receiver. No, so. no, but 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 I definitely like see a hybrid type of like they can line them yeah. up. They can line them up whenever they want. I mean, yeah, you know, the Giants do that with Saquon all the time. Well, yeah, not as much as they should have, but um, but like they. Like, see, I don't, I don't like do that, that with Saquon though. I don't, I don't think that's a good move for Saquon. Mm. I think he's better as a receiver. Than but a but like a spiller, but starting off in the slot or something like that. I don't like that. You could probably split I mean, him out like a Christian McCaffrey though. You could use him as. As much as you know, McCaffrey is in the basketball yeah. game. So that that's an interesting. I think that keeps though. it up there. Honestly, the only thing that scares me is just dodging the workouts. That's yeah. It's a couple red flags there. That's a red flag that could be answered pretty quick. Did he have his pro day yet? He did. He, did. he dodged he it in that too. He, he, he did. A, he did like a few things. See, I don't like but, that for him. So yeah. like, I, I kind of want to bring this up too as well because I was going to wait to bring this up to when we talked about defense. If you're a surefire first round draft pick 
and you do a scouting combine, you should not be participating in the pro day whatsoever. Yeah. We, no. we saw that with Njabo. Yep. You know, anybody who participates in like a pro day is people who weren't invited to the combine or could increase their value uh, from like the second round into the first 100% round. 100% agree. Why or, like, or like ran a really bad 40 and is like, oh, I got to oh, try and upset. Exactly. Yeah. I got to get Outside of that. Like that. Or, uh, but other than that, you're hurting yourself. You're doing do nothing it. but hurt don't yourself. Do what, literally, what, literally and figuratively. Yeah. yeah. What, yeah. what are you going to do? First off, you're, you're, you're playing against yourself. Yeah. If you already had a good one. If you know you can do better, sure, where you feel like you hurt yourself in the combine. Yeah. Why not? Like, if you know it, it really hurts you, but you're going to see a change. You talk to guys too. Like, you talk to guys. So, like, you'll, you'll know, um, but, and you'll hear things. But yeah. if you had uh, a, even just a solid combo, you're like, okay, these are probably around like my numbers and whatever. Like, there's no need to do a pro day. Right. And some of that might be hubris. And, and some even of that so, just might be like wrong people talking to you. Even if I was like uh, Aiden Hutchinson or something like that, I know I'm going to go top five. Yeah. Want to interview me? Interview me. Look at my tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Not going to scout a combine, not doing pro day, none of that. Yeah. Look at my tape. I agree. That's it. I'm I sorry. Agree. I just had to bring that up really fast. Yeah, no, that's that makes total sense. I mean, there were definitely people that had to do the pro day. Kyron Williams definitely. had to run again, and he failed again. Yeah, no, there's David definitely Bell people needed that needed to run to again, right. and I don't know if he upped his or not. I'm not sure if he did. Um, but – you know, back to running backs. As far as like, so before we we brought up Rashad White, and Ivan probably is running back four. Yeah, I think I have. Like I said, he's the only time. person that would have jumped Spiller into three. He's probably the best pure pass catcher. Yep. In this class for running backs, I, I just I think the NFL is going to be scared about him, and I think he's going to fall further. I think he's going to be one of the better value picks in this draft. I, I agree. Because I think he could go, you know, as high as, like, maybe second, third round, but he could also drop to the fifth round. Yeah, but, but again, that's where you typically see running backs of his caliber go, and that's not saying it's a bad caliber. I just see it says most teams recognize positional value because, like, we talked about last year, Khalil Herbert – went undrafted. I yeah. thought he was one of the better running backs in the class. Yeah. And he went undrafted, or maybe he went like the sixth. No, I think you're right. He went, he went undrafted, yeah. 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 But, so like, if you go in the fifth round as like a running back, I think I think you're, like, you're a good running back. And like I said, he could go in the fifth round and have him as the fourth best running back. And the thing is with him that I really like is his next, he's got home run speed and his second gear. And we talked about this the other day where I was like, you know, some people look at, especially when they look at the 40 in the combine, is they look at that first, like, burst, like, off of, like, you know, the nothing. But I'm like, a lot of running backs, especially when you base it off of tape, when you see what they can do is, I like those guys that get to that next level and then take off. Once they have a little bit of speed going and then guys start to collapse and you break that seam and just go, Rashad White's one of those guys. Yeah. And I like that. And that's why I have him as four. Um, you know, what, you have your boy as five, or? Well, I have, I have probably Zamir White that's, comes that's in at five. five. He, um, I think probably before the year started, he was probably one of the tops in this class. I had him at five before the year started, and then even after the injury, I still was like. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the injury affects him a little bit. Well, definitely. I think the league will know how to use him more than a Rashad White. 
I, to be honest with you, though, I mean, let's be real here. He might not get drafted. You don't think so? Torres ACL twice. Yeah, like, twice. Wait, yeah, both knees. No, I think it's different. I think it was different. Because usually when you tear one, yeah, usually when you tear one, you got a 50% chance to tear the other one within yeah. like three years or something yeah. like that. So, uh, so get it out of the way. So sure. I think. Yeah, get out of the way. There think, is that, though. Yeah. There is that. Yeah, I think I think that's going to hurt him. Um, he played for Georgia, so you know the NFL is going to love yeah, love Georgia, that. RBU. RBU and DLU. He does everything. I don't know if he does anything elite. No, he, he does everything. He's a solid very, all around, but he's good. not a wow guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's very solid at everything, but he's not elite at one thing, which is a lot of like that's a that's a big hockey uh, uh, player profile thing, like there, where it's like because you have a lot of guys where it's like or or baseball, you have a lot of like five tool guys. Where you're like, it could be. Like you have your Mike Trout, where he's elite at everything, and then you have the guys that are like, "Oh, he's good at he's a home run hitter, but he's bad at everything else, or he's a great fielder, but not great at everything else." And then you have the guys who are like, "He's pretty good at everything, but he's not elite at one thing." Hmm. Right. So the next guy I have is probably the biggest loser of the combine, and Kyron Williams. I think he started off pre combine. I had him ranked fourth. And I dropped him as low as six. I think he could go even further than that because Jerome Ford looked really good. And I could see him jumping him. And James Cook even could too. I I know we've kept saying don't put too much stock into the combine. But, God, if you knew you were going to be that slow, just don't run. Mm. Just don't run. Somebody told him something wrong. You could skip it. Twice. Twice. Mm. Because he ran at the pro day. and he And I know we said before that, like, if, if you run it bad once, you should probably redo it at that. I don't think he should have, and he certain barely people, upped it at the pro day. Know, certain people should know what their their limitations are. That being said, his tape— They didn't do any practice before? Like any like pre-40-yard like dashes or anything like that? You know? Who knows? Who knows? I bet he definitely didn't. It looked like he jumped off his couch and ran it barely. <laughs> but, uh, I, I could do a faster 40 at this point. But um, <laughs> you look at his tape, and his tape is— ridiculously right. good the problem is he's very small he is small <laughs> he his intent his his metrics you know what is he looking like god what is he he's like five eight he's like five eight like 180 or something yeah like, he ran that that's slow light. that's light he's slow and light that's not a good combination yeah. For the, for the NFL, so we'll like see. Especially at running back too. If, his, you're, if you're like a Deontay Harris like type, like gadget wide receiver, I mean, like okay, like you can probably get yeah, by. But, I mean, even him, like Deontay Harris, fast, like gadget running backs, a thing. Yet. It's not. And, right. it's not. Right, well. and I mean, pre combine they were comparing him to Eckler, and that's not even close now. So yeah, uh, I mean, Eckler's not like the fastest. Like, no, person, but he's got quick feet, though. He's not that slow. Though. No, no, yeah. no, definitely not slow. But I'm just saying, he's not like that. Like, you don't think of like when you think of the fastest running backs in the league, you don't think of Eckler. But he, but Eckler makes up for, with his quick feet. Yeah, he's got he's burst. just Kyron Williams did not test well in anything. And I'm personally, I'm out in him in Dynasty, too. There, you know, unless he's sitting there in like the third round, I'd take a swing, but. 
I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm out. I'm more of a I guy. Again, I, I'm liked like him a, at the end of the first until he decided yeah. to. We'll call it run. No I, I'm a believer in tape, but my thing is with that. I want to just touch on that real quick. Like, as a running back, and I just said like I believe tape camp. more than I do the combine. Almost. <laughs> at at running back though, can you can you avoid running the forty? I feel like like. A lot of other positions, like you can, like be like, nah. Running back, I feel like you almost have to run the forty, right? Yeah. Even though it doesn't mean everything, like, like there's certain positions where, like, I think running the forty is like very, like, obviously good, good for that kind of draft yeah. stock. Running back, wide receiver, corner, safety. Um, damn. Yeah. <laughs> but if you yeah. know you're slow, like, if you know you're slow, and Kyron Williams pre combine, you know, in the NFL draft, you could have looked at him in the third or fourth round and been like, okay, yeah, maybe. But then you run your 40, and if you know you're slow, you run your 40 and all of a sudden you drop to the fifth or sixth. I mean, that's probably why I, that's probably why Spiller didn't run it. He yeah. was like, I'm not fast enough for this to help me. Yeah. Like, exactly. I'm going to dodge it. And yeah. now while it was a knock on him to dodge it. It didn't knock him as far back as Kyron Well, because he still has intangibles. Yeah. He's still big enough to be yeah. a running back in the NFL. <laughs> Kyron Williams was Banking on uh, speed, he had to bank on speed, and yeah. he failed on that. I mean, that's a good. That's a really good point. There's nothing yeah. in, on Kyron Williams now that I'd be comfortable. Yeah, like I, 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 from watching him, like I really like what I see, but I definitely agree with you. Where like he's fallen down my boards, and he's more of a wait and see guy, and ter- like, and you know, not even like draft wise in terms of like dynasty. Or anything like that, or maybe you know, maybe take like a a hail mary shot at like the end of the third or something. Right. Like the picks. But like, uh, he's more of a wait and see. Like, I, you know, let's see if he works out in the league just in other fantasy purposes. Like, but I that's know. the thing is, I where's can't he gonna even, play? Where's he gonna play? I can't mm-hmm. even look at Kyron Williams and go, oh, I hope he falls to this team because at be best, at best, he is a committee running back. Yeah. He can't. He's not Definitely big enough to be a workhorse. Out. He's not fast enough to you know, even be a serviceable second running back on a team. I just don't see it. Like, I think could, his, his ceiling, wrong, I kind of hope it, it does. It, but. I think right, his, but. like, ceiling is being a Naheem Hines, and Naheem Hines is fast. So he could be like that, like, maybe like a, the receiving back, but I don't I don't know. Like, I definitely, I'm, when I say, like, his ceiling is Naheem Hines, like, I don't see him being just like Hines, but like, but like you know, like, yeah, kind of like yeah, that guy. Yeah, in that tier. Yeah. yeah well, so, okay. So, That's his ceiling. He's not a bell cow. Right. So then some running backs after him. Let me just spit out like four names yeah. and tell me if you would take any him over any of them. Jerome Ford. Probably I think Jerome Ford. I think him. he might have almost won the combine. Yeah. Either Jerome Ford or Christian Watson won the combine. Yeah. yeah those <laughs> um, are the big winners of the combine for sure. Uh James, James Cook. James Cook, Dalvin's younger brother. Uh I, I mean I, they they showed his 40 with the ghost form of Dalvin Cook. He is as fast or slightly faster than Dalvin. Yeah. I mean, now he's let's also he's say, not like, as he's, big. So as a pure runner, he's not going to be as good. But as a wide as as a receiving back, I, he's he's, he's, he's your, one of the best. In he this is class. your st- like your stereotypical like solid running back. That's just like you know. Again, he's not because he's not his brother. Like he's not his brother. Not even mm-hmm. like close to his brother coming out. But like. James Cook is like your guy that like you know what like 
you can do all the things right, but you're not like, he's not like super elusive. He's not the fastest. He's not like, he's not elite at everything, but he's solid at most things. He's a guy that I'm like, I don't expect him to hit, have these home run shots, but I, I, I can ask you to just plow forward and get like right. four or five yards. And then like, you might have that one where you break free down the sideline, but I'm not going to like, he's not going to be that like, Top ten running back, but a solid right. guy. So, so I'd feel safe with him. Yeah. There. So so Jerome Ford, you're you're uh, taking over Kyron Williams. James Cook, you're taking over Kyron Williams. Brian Robinson, you're probably taking over Kyron Williams. Probably. Yeah. Uh, now that I think about it. Tyler Algier, definitely taking him over. Kevin Harris, Algier, who fell Algier, a good bit actually. Well, Algier fell a good. Yeah, bit. Yeah, he did too, and 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 he had question marks, but. You're still, still taking like, him. I still like he him. still has at yeah. least running back size. I mean, yeah. Kyron Williams just doesn't have size. There's... Hmm. Yeah, like the more we're talking about this, because I was like saying the other night, I was like, oh, like, you know, like. He sat me what? down and made me watch film. Yeah. Did he really? yeah. I was like, his film is great. He's yeah. still puny and, and fucking. And, yeah, but like now I'm like, small. the more, the more we're talking good. about it, I'm like, I really He's don't small know and slow. That's not going to. Not even. Not even if it translates to the NFL, I don't know where he's going to get a chance to show that it translates. Yeah, to the NFL. even yeah. if he latches onto a team, he's going to need like he's going to need three people to get injured and then still be in a committee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just there's there's no route for him. Yeah, he needs to add you know twenty pounds of weight and couple inches is, to his size is, and he'll be fine. Which he's probably which will probably make him even slower. He's gonna run the fives. He's gonna run the fives. You know, I mean if you're if you're that slow in underpants, you're not moving any faster with uh yeah right with gear on. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I don't care yeah. what the tape says. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't see I don't it. Know. I'm out on Kyron Williams. But everyone else we just named I think are all flyers in in a later rounds for yeah. dynasty. Yeah, like what, like fifth, fifth, sixth round, like yeah, in the draft. Well, I think yeah. a lot, the majority of the running backs in this class, I think you're going to see going in the fifth, sixth, and around yeah. there. possibly seventh too. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, Brian Robinson, a team could swing on earlier because he's an Alabama running back. He's got the size. He didn't break out till his fifth year, and you could but say, "How is he going to?" Yeah, I mean, true. The argument for that is, well, you know, look who who was there before him. It's the same one with Georgia. Yeah, and then backs. and then Samir White and uh, James Cook, and uh, and you, again, you got DeAndre Swift the year before right. that, or two years before that, and you had uh, a Chubb the year before that, right? Well, uh, yeah, Chubb and Michelle. Yeah. Was before that, and then, then and then a lot of times, especially with running backs, is a lot of people dock that fifth year. But you know, with COVID and especially yeah, yeah. in Alabama, it's hard to you know knock him for staying a fifth year. Running backs definitely know. different. Like you know, well, it's different just Alabama. because you don't want an older running back coming into the league. There's sure. such a short sure. window anyway. But COVID you is know, a big thing a, to yeah. like look at there. I mean, I mean that was the. Probably the only knock on Najee Harris last year is like, oh, he's older. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm only looking for two to three years. Yeah, but you know what though, like that's it. Long, and the, long, and anything long, more than that is a bonus. Yeah, and as long as you don't rely on it being a long time, then who cares? Like, I'll draft a guy. I mean, not in the first round, but I'll draft a guy to have him for three, four years. No, nah, but I mean, it's time to move on. I draft the next guy. Yeah, yeah, right. Fourth yeah. round. But like for dynasty. You know, in the first round for running backs, I think you're going to see Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, 
then you're going to see a lot of a lot of wide receivers come off the board. Maybe a quarterback in the first. I think probably, uh, probably see, not. I think, in you're single gonna see, I think you're going to see Spiller too, just because of running, yeah, backs. running yeah. backs. Like everyone needs running backs. You'll see Spiller. Rashad White could slip in. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's seen. like it's like the re- regular draft. You know, you can get receivers throughout the entire draft, and running backs. You know, you can't. So you draft running backs earlier than yeah. you. But honestly, I mean, I, I think I'm out on Cardwell. Yeah, I think after I think after like talking about this now, I think I'm I'm mad on him too. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, but I mean, honestly, this running back class you could throw in a blender outside of. But it's been it's been like three. that. It's been nice. like that. Like after nice. like you know the top like one two maybe three guys, it's been weak. Like, is there an Elijah Mitchell in this class? Maybe. Sure. You know, I think they're, 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 I think again. James Cook. I think James Cook is going to be good until he lands on the Giants. <laughs> and I, think, I think he's going to the Giants. I think 100%. he's probably going to the Giants. The Giants love him. Yeah. They, they've, okay. like, they've like interviewed him and everything and like all that stuff, but which I'm fine with. Like I think I think Jerome Ford is going to get be, rid of Saquon. I think yeah. Jerome yeah. Ford is going to jump. I think he's going to be really good. I think a team's going to swing on Brian Robinson. And it, honestly, in Dynasty, it wouldn't shock me if he was in the back end of the first or early second. Yeah. I wouldn't touch him till like the end of the second, third, but you know how dynasty goes. Um, yeah. And but then there's just a bunch of notable names. Tyler Beatty, I love him, and I will draft him over Kyron Williams in a heartbeat because he ran fast uh, as hell. I think he was four three. He was four three or four four. I something think he like was that. Really yeah. fast. Um, what you call it? Uh, CJ Verdell, isn't he still uh, in this class? We've no, been waiting for I him to come that. out of college for like <laughs> six years oh, now. Oh, Son Haskins from Michigan. Son Haskins I, I, like is in I haven't yeah. heard his name in anything yet. It's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's, I only it's know it because, because of him. Yeah. But like, again, I watched him pretty much almost every game. And I'll say this like, he's not like. The he doesn't do anything with... that you're gut- that's flashy for fantasy wise. He's, you, know he's, you know what I'll say? You know what I'll say though? Yeah. And, and so many teams need this. And me personally, I want this for the Giants. But like, what I love about him, and it might be like a little, you know, oh, whatever. If you are inside the five yard line and you hand him the ball, he's getting into that end zone. He is not getting stuffed. He's not like the biggest guy ever, but. He will get into the end zone where you see so many times guys on the one yard line running the ball Dance three straight times and they can't get in. Hassan Haskins Sounds at Michigan. Right. Yeah, right, at yeah. Michigan, what I saw every time, if they were within the five yard line, hand the ball off, he's getting in that end zone. And so, I respect that. I do and too. Then, I like that. Yeah. Like, all I want is a running back to get the ball, move forward, and just crunch and just grind out five yards at a time. That's all I really want out of a running back. That's been one of my biggest gripes about um, Saquon Barkley since he came in the league, other than the fact he can't stay on the field. But when he is on the field, he likes dancing around a little bit yep. more than actually running the ball forward. Issues on, sort of you know, it's, you know, just get the ball and run forward. That's all that, I want I out of a running back. Yeah. Just, just grind out some yards. Yeah, Like, look, set plays where you're, like, waiting on, like, a pole or, like, a gap to open. I understand it. Great. But, like – there's so many times I'm like, first down, look, we need you to get four yards. 
four yards, run forward, you know, just barrel run over it up guy. the gut. You don't yeah. gotta bounce like that every yeah, time. And, and you, you have more of like the the unsung. He- I'm not gonna say heroes, but like Devontae Booker last year, where like signed to be a backup. Saquon got hurt. Like you had him come in. He just ran hard, ran forward. Wayne Gallman the year before. Ran hard, like you're not Giants great running backup backs. running backs have outproduced Saquon yeah, Barkley for, for the last two years. Love me some Devontae yeah. Booker. Love yeah. me some Booker, bro. But that's what you need. And, you know, honestly, though, there are a lot of guys in this draft that, you know, aren't like the flashy home run hitters, but guys that you, they'll get you those But then, yards. like, all the notable names, like, all have potential. There's Tyler Goodson. There's Tyler Beatty. Apparently a lot of Tyler's in this class. There's just a lot of guys at the bottom that, you know, in fantasy, they're all just late round yeah. swings. <laughs> yeah. There's the, uh, the waiver wire is going to be really big on running backs this year. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I just named 11. <laughs> and not all of them are going to get drafted. No, a lot of them aren't. Yeah. yeah. But, all right, well, moving on to uh, <laughs> running backs. I mean, I don't know. Do we want to? We'll touch on tight ends next week. We yeah, we'll, we'll touch on. We'll touch on. Yeah, because I want to be done with like our like you know player like you know evaluations right by the like the week before, yeah, the week before the draft. That way we yeah. do our mock and stuff yeah. like that too. Yeah. So we'll stagger it the way we need to. Because be. once yeah. they get drafted, you got to go in and redo everything anyway. Yeah. yeah, this is true, and fit and all that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. like if. I, I can't even think of a team that Kyrie Williams would be good on. I, but, like, if if David Bell went to, like, a Kansas City and Olave went to a Seattle right now, oh, I would take I Bell that. over Olave. Or if Olave went wide to... Receiver. Oh, my God. If Seattle drafts anything other than like an edge rusher or something like that, I yeah, quarterback too. <laughs> they could use a quarterback. Offensive line, Dwayne Brown's getting up there, and they really have no one else on no the offensive else. line. So. They haven't for yeah. 10 years. Yeah, time for maybe a change of philosophy. Yes. Yeah. The tr- do what Detroit's doing. Detroit is doing it, as of right now, they're doing it the smart way. Build in the trenches, build your way up, then so get you your guys quarterback. Hit every, so, what is this? You want to do tight end next. So we'll probably offensive next week tackle. Next, or, next or, week will be like tight ends, offensive tackle, and then we'll do the trenches in one. We'll do defensive line too. Do you want to just do offensive line and you can mix in tackle and because I don't, I don't know or think there's enough like guards and centers to. Well, we could always talk about like you know together. top three, top two, and then yeah, just move on we, from we, that. Yeah, you know, we can get touch up on the that. guys, and then you know what? Like I, I do want to do trenches all in one. Yeah, oh, oh definitely all. In I do sure. love that I saw Evan Neal was like, dude, I'll play anyway. Right yeah, exactly. Yeah, pro day. Just right don't tackle. put me a center, but I'll play all the I other love, positions. I, I, love I love him. Yeah, I, I love him. So, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, next week I'm trying to map this out a little bit. So we got tight ends, like the trenches next week. Then we could do uh, linebackers, corners, okay, and safeties all in one week. Yeah, yeah 14th and 21st we have. That's the thing. Safety, the I think I only know like the top two guys. Yeah, Hamilton. That's, that, that's the guy. Corners, I only have like corners. I, I know. Corners, there's always there's, a lot, there's but... Stingley, there's McDuffel, there's you know, there's McCreary, uh, Sauce, Sauce is the yeah, Sauce Gardner, yeah. yeah, Roger McCreary, who I like, a yeah, lot. McCreary, he's gonna be in the set, Kai, uh, Elam from Florida, yeah, Andrew Booth from Clemson, one or two of those, Booth. Is, yeah. Booth. one of those is gonna end up on the Eagles, probably, yeah, one yeah, of them. I think yeah. I'm hoping, I think. 
Sauce is going to be gone. Sauce is probably a giant or a jet. Yeah, he's going to be a giant or a jet. I know the Eagles love him, so if they do, they'll have to make a significant trade up. Um, but I could see so. I could see if the Eagles stay where they are, they're gonna end up with like a defensive lineman, a corner, and a wide receiver. And Nicobe Dean is they're not gonna there. draft a linebacker, dude. As much but, as they want, but, wanted, he, but he, does, do he, does, he does so. He's like oh Michael, yeah, he's like a Micah Parsons. Oh yeah, not, not for the Eagles organization in one ear right out the other. Yeah. They, they don't they don't yeah, value that. Yeah, they don't yeah, value it. Yeah. But hey, but, but the Giants have shown they'll spend the money on the position. They'll get a Blake Martinez or someone like that to come in there. Maybe maybe they'll work out. Maybe they won't. But you know. Yeah. Eagles oh. won't. They'll give guys like Alex Singleton, who I'm like, this guy is a special teams player. <laughs> Don't put him out there. But the Giants you know. do that too. Yeah. You know what was funny? I saw um, that uh, Tyreek was like, yeah, I, I want to do punt returns. I'm like, really? Tyreek he like, like said that already. Hill. He was like, Hill? Really? Yeah. For $30 million, you're not going out yeah, on punt returns, no, bro. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've famously said, like well, you when loved when, when Odell when we put Odell back there. I was like, you know what? Well, and then Saquon. I was I, like, come on, not Saquon, not Saquon, but Odell. I said, I was like, because at the time they needed it, and I was like, look, you got to put the ball in your best player's hands, make him do something because they couldn't get, they, they just couldn't get anything going. They couldn't score. So I was like, you need to, and like, I don't care if you can get Jones hurt, but like, with that situation in Miami, there's no reason to have. Tyreek. No, yeah. no. If, if, I'm, if I'm the Miami organization or coaching staff, I'm like, no, no, we're good, dude. Just The, the Giants in a perfect mouth. world, I'd be like, no, don't do it. But the Giants, during the season, I was like, for the love of God, you just need to get the ball in his hands. Giants have been lived in a perfect world time. since 2012. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, it wasn't a perfect world. They had a perfect run. All right, you guys ready to sign off? Yeah. All right, dude. Yeah, so right. next week, we'll touch up on uh, tight ends and like in the trenches, and then we'll move on. To corners, linebackers, safeties. All right. So with that said, peace. Peace.